live from Sacramento. Live from Sacramento. It's Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports. We are live, and oh, it's like a big, fat, happy family. We're all in studio today. One big, happy, fat family. I like it. Deuce Mason. Morgan Reagan, Chris Watkins with yeah. us. Of course, you can hear him before us from 10 to 11 right here on Sacktown Sports. And, of course, Chris Verlod with us. How's everybody doing on this Wednesday? We found Aaron. I always yeah, forget what day it is. <laughs> That's my game. I never know what day it is right now. Today does feel like a Thursday. Oh, it Big Thursday does. energy today. You know what? Days don't matter at this point. Not in the NBA season, too. No. It's like. It's like, cool. It's Sunday. Does that mean anything to me? No, I, I don't no, have a true. day Especially off until next Sunday. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Um, what? Oh, no. I was just going to say, whenever people go like, yeah, but at least you got the weekend. And it's like, <laughs> 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 yeah. But the cool thing is, we're here talking sports. And Hell there's a lot yeah. to talk Super about. Cool. Kings and Bulls tonight. No Trey Lyles suspended one game. And then finally, oh, at last, we find out where Aaron Rodgers <laughs> wow. is going. You got so, your Jets green on. That's I, what I kinda, I know. When I was, when I was in the bathroom, <laughs> I looked in the mirror. I'm like, I'm kind of where it looks like I'm celebrating Aaron Rodgers You're going to the Jets. It. Yeah. And it's not because you thought today was Friday and it was St. Patrick's Day. Oh, is, is this Friday? That is Friday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, Day. Sure. No, we. You know what we're celebrating tomorrow? What? Wait, that's Thursday. What are we celebrating? Chris knows. What? It's three sixteen day. Oh, oh, give no. us a hell. Okay. Yes. <laughs> So tomorrow's show, Bonneville bosses are in town, yeah. so they're like this. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get a whole bunch of beer in here, chugging it. Bash it against yeah. our heads. Stunning, like flipping people <laughs> off. <laughs> we're <Full> just, <laughs> we're going to break everything, just throwing people yeah. through tables. Yeah. Oh, The beautiful. bosses will love it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a good thing it. you've been testing out all those non-alcoholic beers, so we'll make sure to have Yes, dude. I had a non-alcoholic beer last night. I got home from the Stockton game, and that's the best part about non-alcoholic beers. Like, sometimes you just want a beer. Mm-hmm. Guilt-free. It's guilt-free. It's like, yeah, it's 10 o'clock at night. I need to go to bed, but I'm having this because I, I need to wind down after a long day. It was great. I'm so happy fulfilling. for you. I'm wow. so Thank happy. you. Thank you. I'm glad Sober curious. Yeah, you guys are like the biggest proponents of, of non-alcoholic drinking <laughs> oh. that I've ever heard. I, oh, yeah, no. sure. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. I'll still have a beer. I'll still have a beer, but now it's a little more non-alcoholic. Um... Yeah, how annoying is this Aaron Rodgers thing been? One, Fair. this announcement is just so <laughs> disgusting. I'm a huge Pat McAfee fan. I think what he's built has been tremendous. I like the energy that yeah. he does. I just think this whole like Aaron Rodgers goes in a hole. He's been, you know, everyone's talking about this every single day about where is he? Is he going to end up with the Jets? We all felt like it was going to happen. Trey Wingo reported it the other day, and here we are. He is headed to the Jets. He uh, said so on. Pat McAfee show. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. Um, okay. And I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get uh, for me and kind of digging their heels in. So I would just, uh, <laughs> I think it is interesting at this point to step back and look at the whole picture um, you know, my side, love and appreciation, gratitude for everything that Green Bay has done for me. Love, so much love and gratitude and just heart open for the Packer fans yeah. and what it meant to be their quarterback. Yeah. And also the reality of the situation, you know, like it is what it is. The Packers would like to move on. They've let me know that in so many words. They let, they've let other people know that in direct words. Um, and 
because I still have that fire and I, I, and I want to play and I would like to play in New York. Uh, it's just a matter of, um, you know, getting that done at this point. Can we just acknowledge one thing? I, we're not here to break down. How's it going to fit with Robert Sala oh, and the no, Jets? No, no. The Jets. Is this the next Joe Namath? Blah, blah, blah. This whole thing <laughs> that Rodgers is doing right now is unbelievably Gross. disgusting. He says, who, by the way, uh, under contract, I know he's had permission to talk to the Jets, under contract with the Packers saying, I intend to play. Uh, the team just have to work out compensation, and I'm sure the deal gets done. But for him to go on McAfee and just be like, "Yeah, I intend to go there," they have to work it out. It's well, it that's a it power feels, play. It feels a little threatening. Yes. One, but two, yes. I love that he goes. You know, like the Packers have let me known with words and everything else that they want to move on. And all I'm thinking in my head is like. It's okay to say it. Like, be transparent. You want to move yes. on, and and it's not like it's not like the Packers have done you tons of favors in the last couple of years. You know, especially when they drafted a quarterback, and we know how that sure. all went down. Yeah. And whatever, what you guys, whatever. Though you look at this situation right now, politician galore, Aaron Rodgers, and I, I just like, I don't feel. A connection to it like I'm not happy for him I don't hate him I'm just like ugh, this is annoying I'm not a fan I okay <laughs> just for all reasons Aaron who he is this whole pageantry is so him obviously he's a Packer quarterback and so as a Vikings fan I just don't enjoy him but yeah well, you've had this before so it, maybe he ends up in the Vi- with the oh. Vikings at the I, end yeah right? I is he taking the far path? It feels like it, right? It's going to be the Jets, and then it's going to yeah. be the Vikings after Kirk, and yeah. that'll it will just then right. we'll we'll get screwed in a NFC Championship <laughs> game again with some bounty gate. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I completely agree with you more. Like the most disgusting part to me is him trying to frame this like, oh no, no, no this isn't me. I don't want to leave. The Packers are. It's the Packers who don't want me. They're and sick I'm of just him. an innocent bystander right, in all these. Yeah, yeah. I'm a two time MVP, but they don't want me. It's like, bro, like you have literally been campaigning for where am I going to go? Find out at some point this offseason. I got to go in a hole and figure it out. Am I going to keep playing? It's just, (laughs) it's to me, the best way to put it is it's tacky for him to go on McAfee and and do that. I obviously, having him on the show, that's good for Pat. That's a massive. Is he going to say no? He also (laughs) had almost a half million people watching him live on YouTube. The other half were watching. The other half million were watching watching Chris Chris and company from 10 to 11. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, they double screened it too. True. Yeah, yeah, you got a double screen. I would have just like, yeah, Chris is talking about this, but let's just hear it. Rogers in the background. But I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think that's where I'm at with it. It's just like, cool, I guess it's close, but, you know, from the Packers right now, I'm going. What the hell, yeah. man? Like this is this is one of the reasons we're sick of this yeah. is because it's this every year. And not that the Packers have been guilt free in this, as we right. mentioned, yeah. right? But like the last couple of years with him has just been a roller coaster, right? And by the way, the guy's thirty nine years old. Oh. I know he probably has some stuff left in the tank, yeah. but there's uh, so much of the. I mean, if you go on the field stuff and yeah. in the locker room, there's so much that's going to revolve around him too. Oh, he you know? loves that, right? And at 39, <laughs> it's like you you just know that's what's going to happen with these big names, these these type of caliber quarterbacks. But also, you saw the way that he, or we heard the way that he was talking about like the Packers organization, the fan base. There was no love or passion even right. coming from his voice. Like he's so far <laughs> and over it. And my only thing is, is like. 
dude, you either if if that's how you feel right now, and I get it. Like, you got to fake it a little bit because right. that fan base and what they have done to you, I get it. The organizations, they'll, they'll, they'll get what they want out of you. But, like, everyone else, I'm sure, has just been supportive of him right. for years. Well, and for him to say, too, that the only thing holding the deal back right now is the, the Packers are apparently holding out and trying to, you know, get fair compensation. doesn't feel like this is, is helping trade negotiations at all. If anything, this kind of softens wow. the... Uh, the negotiation tactics. And no, maybe, I mean, maybe it's just it's closer than we even realize because even the Jets tweeted out yes I did with the that. eye emojis at Pat McAfee show. So, I mean, I, I don't know that the official team Twitter account puts that out if the deal's like not pretty much no. done at this point. But still, it, it's all weird. Is it's that all weird. tampering or no? What? Because they have they have permission to talk. So okay, okay. I mean, it just sounds. It's like- just all weird. Aaron Rodgers brings yeah. weirdness to the table. We'll talk more about Aaron Rodgers coming up today, but we got Kings and Bulls. The Kings start a big four game road trip tonight. I'm a little Ooh. nervous about this game. Ooh. I know they're below 500, mm-hmm. but the Bulls have been playing better sneaky, basketball, sneaky. and mm-hmm. the Kings are going to be shorthanded tonight. Trey Lyle's suspended. We'll talk about that in 60 seconds on the radio side. It's Deuce and Mo with Chris Watkins on Sacktown Sports 1140 and SacktownSports.com. Oh, yeah. Juice Mason, Morgan Reagan hanging out with Chris Watkins. Don't forget, this guy's got a daily show. It's in its second week. It airs from 10 to 11 right here on Sacktown Sports 1140. And we're always live on the YouTube page, youtube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. If you go there, hit up the chat. Say what's up to the people. We interact during the show, during breaks, and it's live and local all day from 6A to 6P. Also, make sure to hit that thumbs up button. It just helps the page grow. Um, Kings and Bulls tonight. Kings start a four-game road trip, and they'll be doing it shorthanded. Trey Lyles has been suspended one game by the NBA for what went down in the late stages of that Bucks kings game where he pushed Giannis and then got into it with Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez was not suspended. He did play last night against the Phoenix Suns. Lopez was fined $25,000. As far as Lyles, you do lose a game check. That comes out to around $18,000 for him, and he does not play tonight for the Kings. What was your reaction to that, Chris? Uh, it's kind of expected. I mean, we were yeah. talking the other day about how many days, how many games he might get suspended. It feels, uh, it, I guess it feels right that he's the only one to get suspended. I guess, you know, you could argue that Trey definitely escalated things. I, we had the conversation yep. yesterday of who instigated it, but I would definitely say Trey escalated the situation by pushing and then by shmo- face mushing Brooke Lopez. Nice. But uh, I, I've never heard of the mush phrase until like this week. Really? What, what it's does a that very mean? specific like because you're not kind of thing. Yeah, yeah you're like, not you're not slapping somebody. You're not really pushing. Like, pushing. Pushing. Yeah, yeah. You're not pushing. For sure. You're mushing. like a wall. You're like, mushing. Yeah. Mushing. You're not mushing. You're mushing or pushing? Or mushing or pushing? <laughs> You're mushing. mushing. Okay. Mushing. Okay. Is it M-U? That's what I would guess. Yeah. M-U-S-H? You, you have never said mush, mush before. Oh, I have before never said mush week. before. Really? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. I've said mush before. Yeah. I've never word. said that in my yeah. life. When I hear people saying it, I'm like, what are people saying? <laughs> I mean, I've never mushed someone's face in or yeah. anything. Just but punch. I don't think so. Just, yes. Just punch. Yeah, exactly. Punch um, <laughs> basketball. Yeah, I was cool. I mean, I'm not surprised he got suspended for a game. Yeah. And yeah, it was. it's hilarious listening to the discourse because, you know, social media Bucks fans, 
This, I mean, I didn't know they were such trolls. I didn't, one didn't know like it was offensive to say. Like, I'm not even hating on Giannis for doing it. I'm not even saying he deserved to get pushed, but I'm like, oh, he felt like he was trolling a little bit. And I heard Cattles and Rami talk about this yesterday too on yeah. their show, and they were both like, "What do you mean? Like, people do that all the time." Blah blah mm. blah. Giannis is he known for that? No, he's not. But Giannis, I think if you watch Giannis enough, you start seeing some of the things he does during mm. a game. Love it. Love it. No, and I love it to the extent that it's like a veteran thing yeah. to do where I hate it because I'm on the opposite side yeah. of it. But like if you're winning and you're the best player in the league, yeah, you got to you got to have a little bit of a bad yeah. side. You're not going to be a good boy. Yeah, all he's the like time. the most humble guy in the world. Like yeah. allow I, him just a little bit of, of yeah. leeway and for I'm, sure. And, and I'm, I'm not, not saying even, you're saying that, but yeah, yeah, no, but I feel like when you when you're like, "Hey, well Trey Lyles, I see why you yeah. did that." People are like, "Why are you why are you hitting on Giannis?" Hating on you. I mean, yeah. I, I just, to be honest, was trolling yeah. a little bit. I saw the angle Sean Cunningham put out. Mm. I'm like, so kind of weird, yeah. right? Kind of weird, but not that big of a deal either. Michael Wilbon on PTI yesterday talked uh-huh. about it. Uh-huh. Let's get this straight. Trey Lyles didn't appear to make contact with Giannis. I'm watching this live and all of it, play by play by play, and all the replays all night because I was fascinated by this 9.5 of a game. That's how good it was. It's a playoff game. It was contentious. People who complain about there's too much fraternization, not these guys. Giannis provoked. He did. I, by the way, I don't have a problem with Giannis doing what he did. Yes. It was a Bill Lane Beerish sort of move <laughs> to dribble in front of Trey <laughs> Lyles. And Trey Lyles in Sacramento said, no. See, all you people, all you people who've won stuff out there, you think we're punks. We're not having this. And Mike Brown, who I know personally and like a lot, for him to sit down 30 minutes into a cooling off period and say, we ain't having this. You come after us, we'll come back after you. This was a fabulous night of basketball, a fabulous game, a fabulous confrontation. I want to see more wow. like it in the playoffs. Wow. I would love to see Milwaukee against Sacramento in the finals, even though people Ooh. like you and Steve just want big markets, New York, L.A. I would love this, but Giannis provoked it. He did, and he wasn't even upset when Lyles pushed him. He wasn't, because he knew what he did. And you, you know, it's cool. I've got fine with it. Thank you, Michael Wilbon, who says the Kings don't get a little national respect because Wilbon gets it. Love this it. This guy's watched the league <laughs> yes. for years, and it's true. He's not mad at Giannis. I'm not mad at Giannis. Giannis is doing a little troll job. Lyles yep. reacted, and guess what? That's great. It's the NBA. Yeah. Let's go after it. Also, is Trey Lyles known as a hothead? Has he had a reputation of being nope, a hothead? Not if people are going to bring up Giannis's reputation, let's bring up Trey Lyles's <laughs> reputation for a second. Yeah. It's not like this guy's known for being a dirty player in the league and gets after it. No, he's not. He's, you heard him post game. He's like, yeah, I'm just like, I almost sound Got like Keegan for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. So he was so calm the way he delivered. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm just not one for talking. I'm right. not going to do it. And he did. And it, these things happen during a game. I'm cool with the suspension. I like what Will Bond said. We do have to address what he said at the back half of that, too. Bucks, yeah. Kings, How about finals, that? what? But yeah, I, I 100% agree with Will Bond. Deuce just went like 100 miles per I'm hour. I'm sorry. Right there. I'm did you did. say that? Yeah, I was, like, he, I was the, like, oh, wait, 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 wait. We're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. No, Deuce is going. Um, yeah, I I think it's as simple as like what he just said. He was Trey Lyles was provoked. He was provoked. And I have no problem with the honest doing that. I have no problem with Trey Lyles responding oh, with yeah. some physical play. I can't play. wait yeah. for that Bucks Homer Rami to come in here today <laughs> and try to spin this around. And you know, because it's not a Sacramento thing. Michael Wilbon said it. 
Yeah. Does he hate the Bucks? Maybe he does. He's a Chicago guy. Right. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> and you want to know why else? I, it just, it's great that it was Trey Lyles and why I don't give a damn that it was him that got physical with Giannis because he's a good guy. He has a good reputation, yes, you know, right. and reputation does play a part in a lot of these things that do happen with these guys. Yeah. The thing that I took most out of that, and it's not at all basketball related, is there's a 0% chance Michael Wilbon was actually watching that live. Oh, I know. He I, said, I no, watched it live, was. and I, I watched... Yeah. I don't know. I the feel Bucks, like Wilbon... man. The Bucks. No, I he's, promise you, he's got a soft he's an spot early for sleeper. Sacramento. I think he's, Why he's do an you early think sleeper. He That's covered... He, I just so, think he was asleep by like 8 o'clock. During the early stages of the pandemic... Oh, you I was, really have a story. Yeah, I was working on a uh, something with Jason Ross, something that never came it's out. It's never going to. You know what we're talking I about? I think so. So we were trying to do this like 20th anniversary oh, yes. audio yeah. documentary yeah, the audio doc, yeah. on King's Lakers, that Ooh. series. Yeah. And Jason interviewed Michael Wilbon yeah. for... I don't know, an hour? Wow. And, no, and I you know, I listened to the whole thing. And Will Bond, his recall for that series and what he had to say about how the Kings got screwed. Like, wow. I, I, he just he does love the NBA. Yeah. I think oh, it's no, he definitely things, does. And I believe yeah. he was watching that game. I just don't think that he stays up late. I've, I've watched, I've watched PTI day? a lot, and it feels like he's always mentioning how he's not. Where do you say? Was he, do we he know where he was? He can watch it the or? next morning. He said he was watching it live. He's he said he was watching was, it live. Chris, he said he was watching. He's watched the replay are multiple you times. Wait, is the this studio in a, L.A. or New York? I think it's. Uh, I think they uh, in D.C. and then Chicago it. sometimes. He's everywhere. All right. Yeah. Well, if it wasn't the West Coast, what, why are you pointing no, at Chris Walker? This son of a he is calling a legend, Michael Wilbon, a liar. Chris I, I Watkins kind of actually, is calling him a liar. And I will say the history of Michael Wilbon, <laughs> he Stricker. is a friend of Sacramento. Even Ooh, the bad dear, times. He's always like, has friend. a soft, soft spot for Sacramento. I've got dear nothing, no, no bad feelings. For, I actually, Michael Wilbon's one of my favorite like commentators of so why would you call him a liar you call people you I like just, liars i just feel like i know him you know me and wilbs we're, we're close wilbs. and uh wilbs. and you know i just think that he's an early sleeper. i could be getting i know kornheiser's an early sleeper so, so maybe maybe, maybe i'm getting my, maybe i'm getting maybe my he's wires on the crossed. west coast this day. was not meant to be my big point well this point is uh yeah no i just yeah. i thought it was cool to hear him give it some love really cool. also we have more bucks conversation today because uh, the Suns were pretty pissed off about oh them last goodness. night, too, Morgan Reagan. What were you going to say? And really quick, what I was going to say, too, just from everything I've been hearing from most national podcasts and everything I was listening to, Kevin O'Connor, and he was just like, this was all Trey Lyles. Why would Trey Lyles do this? Blah, blah, blah. I do not like that because I think Trey Lyles does not deserve that type of reputation. Texted him. All the different cam- yeah. camera angles, texted him all the different things people were saying. And I was like, here you go. I rest my case. Wow, interesting. Oh. Uh, I, Did he respond? Morgan bragging <laughs> no, about not no, no. <laughs> Morgan bragging about texting Kevin O'Connor. That's cool. How yeah. is that bragging? It's a human being. It's not even like a it's I'm friends with if Kevin I, if O'Connor, it was huh? if it was Wilbon, then that would be if I was like, Yeah, I was texting Wilbon, that would be a different story. So now Kevin, KOC is not not that big of a deal. Not anymore. Ooh, ooh, okay. Out of your mouth. Chris is going to be texting Wilbs pretty soon. Yeah, me and yeah. Wilbs will be. Yeah. Will be. He'll be. He'll be the co tomorrow on Chris and Go. That'd Wilbs. be pretty awesome, actually. That'd be dope, dope too. I mean, whatever. Let me not promise you know? that, actually. <laughs> All right, uh, we got a lot more to get to this hour. Also, we should note that I'm going to say Chris today comes to you. I'm going to say he comes to you via the Folsom Lake Honda hotline in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Folsom Lake Honda. You one-stop Honda shop. 
Yeah, we'll also have Marshall Harris. You remember Marshall Harris? Oh, throwback. From yeah. CBS 13 back in the day. He's now yeah. with CBS Chicago. That's awesome. So I'll get his perspective on Kings, Bulls. we got so much to get to. It's Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports and SacktownSports.com. 2023 I'm Chris Verlott with your Sacktown Sports Headlines. Sacramento Kings are in Chicago to take on the Bulls, but they will be without forward Trey Lyles, who was suspended for a game for his role in the fight between the Kings and Bucks. For more info on tonight's game, check out our Kings insider Frankie Cardicelli's preview on SacktownSports.com. Tonight's Kings coverage will start with game night at 3.30 and tip-off schedule for 5 right here on Sacktown Sports. And CBS Chicago's Marshall Harris will be joining us at 12 o'clock to preview that game. Aaron Rodgers announced today on the Pat McAfee show that he intends to play for the Jets this season, and the only thing that needs to be worked out is compensation between the Packers and the Jets. It is 11.30. Time to check out Coastside Medical Clinic, who's dedicated to providing breakthrough remedies for men. Now more with Deuce, Mo, and Chris Watkins. It's a wild sports day. Deuce Mason, Morgan Reagan hanging out with Chris Watkins. We have Kings and Bulls to get ready for. Trey Lyle suspended. Sounds like Aaron Rodgers intends to play for the New York Jets, but those two teams are still trying to work out a deal. And then this just coming in from Adrian Wojnarowski. Grizzly star John Morant met with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver in New York today. Morant has left a counseling program in Florida and moves closer to ramping up for return to the season now. He must wait on league announcement of findings in the probe, which is expected soon. Wait, what? So a couple days of counseling and he's he's good to go, guys. All it takes. What? Miracle of medicine these days. Look, I mean... Stop it. This uh, is just PR Yeah, it's posturing. It's all just posturing. What's the league supposed to do, though? I mean, the league can't... No, I wanted this guy. I wanted John... You wanted to get help. I really want... I really believed... I believe that he was trying to do the right thing. It was all a spin job, and I feel fooled. Well, I mean, he he went to a counseling program. You don't think he got anything from it? Deuce, I'm just going to tell you... Three days worth of counseling takes... What about seven? Oh, now we're talking. That's going to heal everything. I mean, he's deleted social media. I don't know if he's been checking it. I don't... I'm not saying he's going to be completely fine, but I, I don't know that it was just a pure spin job. No, is my point. And, and I don't want to act like... Obviously, I'm not in this situation. I shouldn't get so upset about it, but at the same... It, that's... Uh, it feels you know what that it is? Morgan's upset because she's like... I really wanted that number two spot. <laughs> yeah. I wanted the number two spot. I mean, deep and now down, he's back. Deep no. down, there's a lot of people for sure that are feeling it. Um, yeah. Not me, I promise. Yeah, I mean, it is. When, when, when did he leave? When That's what he, I'm saying. Yeah. It feels like he was in Florida for one day for yeah. counseling. Well, and my thing is, like, why did he have to leave the council? I mean, I guess he didn't have to, but, like, why can't you meet with 
Silver still be in the counseling program, and then you know, uh, to your point, it there just doesn't go. feel like yeah. he solved anything. So you know? he last played uh, that was Friday, March third, when they lost the Nuggets. That's when he was seen that night on a IG Live. So yeah. March fourth, and it's been eleven I, days. Yeah, I, I mean, we don't know when he actually right. entered that counseling program yeah. or whatever. Hey, and when you're this good in any sport, you can you can do things. Did they say anything about potential return? Just all it said, according to Woj, was that uh, he met with Silver today and that, um, let me get it back yeah. here. Um, he met with Silver today in New York. He left a counseling program in Florida and moves closer to ramping moves up. closer to ramping for, up. For return to the season now. So I don't know. Like, what's that ramp up mean? Right. I mean, it's not like we have a ton of games left. Is it going to take a and week? Another t- he didn't really miss, like, a month or anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much a ramp up period would I mean, necessarily. How much take of a ramp up and... does a guy need who like goes out and gets like ass faced <laughs> yes, every night <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then yeah. plays Maybe, five I mean, hours later? His right. ramp up might just yeah. be waking up and going, exactly ah, at a normal go. hour. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm drinking water now. Yeah. Like I don't. I just yeah. yeah. I I it 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 always it feels weird when these things happen. Obviously, because like um, I didn't expect a certain timeline. Yeah, but it feels. Very it feels too soon. Choppy. It yeah. feels like, oh, okay, this bad thing happened. Then the league, oh, he's stepping away from the team. That happened really quick. Okay, yeah. stepping away from the team, going to Florida as of like two days ago, and then it's now in New York with Adam Silver. So, like you're well, traveling like with in the dates. Time. You're thinking like a 28 day program. Is Something. What I, I mean, and we, again, we're, we're all jumping to conclusions. Yes. yes. Let me yes. just read again what Please. Woj says. Please. Grizzly star John Morant met with NBA Commissioner Adam Silver in New York today. Morant has left a counseling program in Florida and moves closer to ramping up for return to the season now. But he must wait on league announcement of findings in the probe, which is expected soon. So, right. I mean, maybe it's he met with Silver one, meet with him. He's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. Are you good? Do you mm-hmm. understand what's on the line here for right. you, for the league? You personally... We we are right. going to release this. I mean, he, that also yeah. the, the league could come out and be like, yeah, he's suspended for ten days. For I don't sure. know. And I mean, I who knows? Maybe yeah. the fact. Maybe we're just learning the information that yeah. he's free from counseling, and that's something that Adam yes. Silver also learned today. And yeah. maybe that's something. Maybe he'll feel a similar way as us, and he'll be like, well, I feel like that's not enough time, and maybe we need because, from my understanding, this. I mean, the the Grizzlies handed out the two game suspension, but the indefinite sus- or leave of absence wasn't sent down by the Grizzlies no. or the NBA. So he hasn't technically been punished yeah. or whatever you want to say, received punishment for his actions. So I guess there's still time for the league to take that into consideration as well. And maybe they're like, it doesn't feel like he's learned much and we should. Yeah. I mean, what, what, how do you think they should handle And that's this? the thing like, too. What? Cause like just thinking about it, I'm like, this is my instant reaction, right? right? It, where, where I feel like it's coming more from an emotional place than it is being like, Actually, yeah, breaking it down. Yeah, yeah, logistically, yes, like right. really looking at the timeline and everything. And and I guess there is no answer. I guess just everything goes through my head of like because we see how political things can be, and you think about like, oh, if this was a player down the bench, second unit guy, you never see yeah. like what is it do? Right, right, right. And if, it just yeah. and I shouldn't again. I shouldn't compare sure. situations because it's not even anything to compare. It's just I hope that this guy. John Morant, truly, for the NBA, because I love basketball, I hope that he got 
or is still going to continue getting the help that he needs. And that's the thing, right? Like, you don't just go to a rehabilitation clinic or um, a counseling clinic for a week, five days, three, whatever it was, Mm -mm. and come out and go, all right, like, I get why I shouldn't have a gun and be drinking all the time. Like, no, when you have multiple, like, videos of you out doing wild things, which, again, you're allowed to do these things, Mm -hmm. but... Not having the gun like that, right? right? And but uh, you know, chugging tequila, like yeah. he's got some issues. He's got here. some problems. And so, just going for a few days, however long it was, is not fixing those things. No. All right. So, yeah, exactly. You it, put a you put a band aid on like a wound that's squirting blood right now. Right. That's what's happening, right? You like that description, it's Morgan? It's slowing it down. Uh, yeah, but it's still a lot of blood. Gushing a lot yeah. of blood, and at some points, you're gonna have to deal with this. Yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> Yeah, I would just say, like, for his sake, you better keep continuing with counseling or whatever it is because he's not going to be right. And if this is what you thought maybe initially where, oh, it's just a PR thing, Uh well, then, you know what? Down the road, it's all going to fall apart for him. If he doesn't handle this now, if he doesn't start the process now, it's over. And that's what – I think that, like, you know, I know you made the joke about, like, oh, in the Western Conference. No, that internally for me is what kills me because even with everything that happened with Giannis the other day with Trey Lyles, like, I love Giannis Antetokounmpo. I love watching these great players play in our league and – when there's certain things that are in their power that they can fix or change to make sure that they continue that greatness and it's like it could be altered because of something that they're not doing, it just it's yeah, it's scary. And like this could be the wake up call and I just hope mm-hmm. that he continues to get help. Yeah. No, and yeah, it a big part of being a star in the NBA is marketability. Like you they have to be able to throw you out there and feel confident that you're going to be a good representation of the NBA. And yeah, to your point, I mean, if he doesn't clear this up now, I hate to be that guy, but like, think about the kids, you know, like think, of, <laughs> yes. think know? about the think children. About the, what about the children guys? What about the children? If John Morant continues to act like this, but like, really, I mean, he, you, you said it, Deuce, like he's got this time to figure it out because I don't think the next time, if this happens again, I just People already, I think people took a a kinder approach and a more mental health approach to this. I don't know if next time we we treat it with the same, I don't want to say kid gloves, but I don't think we treat it with the same level of respect I think that we're giving him now. It's kind of like a fool me once kind of thing, fool me twice. But next time it could be really bad. It could. No, it really could. Like not just basketball, just like life. Right. Yes. 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 Someone could lose their life. Exactly. Anytime there's a gun involved, someone very easily could lose their life and it doesn't even have to be job. It could be right. somebody else. Ding. Woj just added this to Morant entered the counseling program in Florida shortly after announcing that he would step away from the team to seek help, according to sources. Uh, that was about a week ago. Mm-hmm. So. so he stepped away. When he, he's, he when he's, remember decision. when yeah, he yeah. stepped away? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then that's when he went in. So he gotcha. got a weekend trip to Florida. And yeah. He's, he's good now. It's just like three days yeah. is not enough to unpack all, like you're saying, dude. Yeah, it's just yeah. like all of the layers that are involved in that. Like you might be able to scratch the surface of addressing the problems, but like in terms of, I mean, I've never been in therapy. I think everybody should go to therapy and should routinely go to yeah. therapy, but it's you said you've never been though. I have not. Okay, no, cool. but, but I, you be- I believe in it as a concept. Okay. I'm broke. Okay, I can't afford. No, no that's well. That's honestly <laughs> no. a great point. Um, yes, we need to do a better job. As but a um, you know, it's 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 going to take more than whatever eleven days, yeah. three days, however long. It's going to yeah. take longer than that to really get to the 
the core issue of why he's doing these things. You're right. Well, we got to talk more about the Western Conference coming up because it is beyond bizarre right now what's Oof. happening in the West. Also, Marshall Harris from CBS Chicago. That's Ooh. weird. He joins us coming up at noon. It's Deuce and Mo alongside Chris Watkins on Sacktown Sports and SacktownSports1140.com. Now on YouTube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. Or listen for free on the Sacktown Sports app. Juice Mason Morgan Reagan alongside Chris Watkins. Make sure to check out his new show, Chris and Co. Yeah. From 10 to 11 right here on Sacktown Sports and SacktownSports.com. During the YouTube break, we always stay live at YouTube.com slash Sacktown Sports 1140. You did like a Moe's Minute breathing exercise, which is really cool. Okay. Uh, I was getting uh, criticized a bit from Matt, who says, LOL, Deuce, real engaged in that convo when you guys were talking. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening the entire thing. I just need to update my fantasy basketball lineup because I well, haven't been You're updating. in the finals right now? No, just my oh. lineup. Well, I, I I do fantasy basketball and it's the it's a finals. At least in my league it was. This guy's just just I, I, rolling through. Oh, I, beginning of the season, yeah, I had a little more time, and yeah. I was making roster moves. Yeah. Like a, <laughs> Bull Bull was crazy. on your squad. Yeah, I mean, daily. Like, yeah. Who's this guy? And now you're not. No, I'm not. It's engaged right now. So I was like, I just need to update my lineup through Sunday, so I can just not think about it. So I was engaged, and so then we didn't need you. We were talking about pets and kids and all this stuff, and I was just making. I was just saying how vets are. What I hate about vets, and I appreciate what they do, but yeah. here's the problem. A vet could tell me anything. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it. It's like a mechanic. Very Me- much. No, Ooh. that and you know who else? The Ooh. dentist. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Big time. My, my, yeah, I've, I've gotten some dentist stories in my past, especially with kids. It's just oh. like, oh, yeah, they have 12 cavities. They just eat candy all day. Like, yeah. sure, we're going to drill their teeth for three hours, put them under. Dude, I, I be fine. $10,000. And I love my dentist. Great people. <laughs> Great yeah, people. you should but, be nice to your but dentist. But when they're also. like, they're like, "Oh, is that hurting you?" I feel no pain actually. No. Yeah. Oh, you probably need a filling. You yeah. need a new. It's like, st- and yeah. you just go. I guess I do because yeah. I can't tell. And you don't want. And you don't you have want to trust like, these people. You have to trust vets and yep. mechanics. Your vets are just like mechanics and dentists. It's all. Yeah. Like, the scary thing is these corporations are buying up these like small like mom and pop vet veterinarian oh, clinics and stuff. Yeah. So they're looking to like. Get upsell, higher. they yeah. need to get like two. More even though it's like casual medicine, even just like, oh yeah, your dog's sneezing a lot. Oh, oh. here's some Allegra for your dog. Yeah, yeah. My dog was $100. limping like in the beginning of like the first oh, year of his life. Worst. He's like always limping, and they're like, well, we can take an X-ray, you know, for eight hundred dollars. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> what? And I'm like, do you uh, you have something else? And then I didn't want to like just shove pills in his body, but right. it was like a. A joint joint yeah. tree, but even the joint treats is like fifty bucks a bag. Yeah. yeah, do you know they have pet insurance now? Oh yeah, yeah, I have I, it. got I, it's, it. It's I actually it. necessary. I don't have oh. it. I need to get oh, it. And I, have I think it. about 50 it bucks every a month. every day. I don't have it. I'm like, this is I'm playing with fire here because yeah. anything could happen again. Like and, you're saying, like zoomies down the hallway and then yes, take a wrong turn. It doesn't save you as much as you think, though. That's what's the problem. That's the scam of insurance. We want to talk about more scams, insurance. You did, but that is true. Give us your best skin. You can hit us up. (laughs) You had friends, though, Deuce, really quick, though, that had, like, the pug, and the pug needed, like, $8,000 worth of work, and they didn't have pet insurance. Yeah. And so... Out of pocket. They saved it, which I would have just been like... No, you wouldn't. That's a lie. You would not. At that age? I thought about... You would not. Think about little BoJack at 14, and, hey, this surgery will keep him going. It's 8,000. Anything. Anything. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to put him down. No, never. He's going to live forever.
ever. Well, let's see if the Kings can put down the Bulls tonight. Oh, uh, Kings my God. and Bulls coming up tonight here on Sacktowns. Why'd that get you so bad? Yeah. It's, like, it's very <laughs> morbid. It was very... It was like, ah, Especially since, like, a bull's an actual animal. Yeah. 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 It was Matador like, style. Not an actual bull. This yeah, is... This is aggressive. like playoff seating time. Yeah, we are ruthless. True. Matador we are, style. We Let's put do it. down the Bulls. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Kings will be shorthanded. No Trey Lyles. <laughs> I'm a little concerned about this game, and I think it's just because um, the Bulls have been playing better basketball, and they have weapons. Like, yeah. I, it's just weird looking at the Bulls this year and going, how are they so far? Like, right. It's like the Raptors. Yeah. It's like, why? Like, you guys have pieces. I don't, yeah. you know, I guess it's not for whatever reason coming together. I haven't watched enough. Bulls games this year, but you're right. Like they have Demar, they have Levine, Caruso's back. He's a yeah, good defensive. He's been out, but yeah. Lonzo just not that's playing. That's depressing, sucks, dude. That's oh really sad. Story. But they're five and three since the All Star break. Yep. Beverly, give him credit. He has helped yep. that team. Beijing bound. Um, Beijing baby with <laughs> Shanghai. Yes. Um, in that stretch, by the way, yeah. I looked at the updated numbers uh-huh. since the All Star break. Or is it the last eight? So we got okay. It's the, same. it's the same. It's the same. It's the same. It's the same. same. That's what yeah, I thought. Yeah. La- so since the All Star break, they're third in offensive rating. Yes, sir. And they're sixth Seven. in defense. Yeah, they've been playing. Do well. not overlook yeah. this right. team, dude. Like they've got weapons. Levine dropped forty plus on the Kings this year. Mm-hmm. DeRozan can get his. Yeah, he can. Caruso can wreak some havoc. And on top of all that, you guys talking about Barnes the other night on post game show, and I was like, what are some of these teams' mentality when they're like facing? a team like the Kings that are right. most likely going to make a pl- the playoffs. Right. And he's like, oh, you're just trying to screw with them right. at that Play point. Spoiler. Yeah, like why not try and get yours while screwing that team over? Totally. And for, you, yeah. and the Bulls have been playing better basketball together. Mm-hmm. Like I don't – I understand why you feel the nerves. Yeah, I mean it's just – and, you know, they had a nice win against Denver. The Nuggets mm-hmm. are kind of a mess. The West has just been a mess in general. And then without Trey Lyles tonight, you know, mm-hmm. that does – believe it or not – you know, you, I don't think we thought we were going to say this at any point. Hey, man, Kings are really going to miss Trey Lyles. They but lost. he's been playing well. He's got some good size. I think the good thing with Chicago is they don't have a ton of yeah, size. Exactly. And so maybe you see a little more Kessler Edwards. Hopefully Keegan maybe Definitely. bounces back. Are you concerned at all about Keegan Murray? I It's concerning that it's happening, sure, but I'm glad that there's still time to reverse it. I think uh, I talked about it a little bit earlier today. Just It feels like it's a fatigue thing. He's playing his 66th game of the season right now. He played 66 total games at Iowa, so it's kind of like, you know, in his, he's just never played this many, this many games in such a compacted schedule. And, you know, that's kind of an excuse for sure, but... Uh, you know, it's it's the beauty of the NBA season. It's long enough that you, you can go through these droughts and, and play through it and, and come out the other side and, and learn things like midseason as yeah. things are happening. So that's what I'm counting it as right now. But we'll see, you know, if this continues for another three to five games, maybe Mike Brown. You know, I don't know if there's necessarily somebody that you can go to in the starting lineup besides Keegan, but maybe Keegan doesn't get those. 30 minutes a night that he's been yeah. kind of guaranteed for a majority of this year. I'm just not concerned. Yeah. I mean, the, I think he has a valid point, though, about the fatigue factor. And oh, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I, I think there could be something there, yeah. too. I just think, you know, he he makes some rookie mistakes out there. And Mike Brown, if it holds him accountable a yeah. lot, like he's pretty hard on Keegan. He'll I take him it. out of a game. And I, I think part of it is just establishing good habits, and he. I think Mike also understands, like, I don't need to play this guy 25, 30 minutes. If right. he's right, let's keep him rolling in there. Right. But as a team right now, we have the firepower and the pieces mm-hmm. that 
we can have these teachable moments right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it's happened a couple times this season, and he's bounced back. So I True. think that gives me more confidence that he'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he, he is so coachable yeah. and he lists, he responds, yeah. right? Yeah. And it, I think yeah. that has to do a lot with his maturity. Yeah. I think, too, with Keegan, it just feels like a lot of it could be solved just by being a little bit more aggressive, trying to look for his own shot. I think a lot of the time he, he's had two zero point performances really in the past couple weeks. And so, you know, that's like, that's just him not really, you know, and he, he has missed shots. I yeah. will say that he, he hasn't been locked in, but, uh, you know, I, I think a, some of that is just like, yeah, he, he's got to, you know, when the, when the time is right, look for his own game too. Well, appreciate you hanging out with us again. We'll Always. do it again. Uh, Thursday. Oh, good. I, was, I, was like, you, I, thought tomorrow. Was, I thought tomorrow's Friday because you mentioned the Thursday Aww. thing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. All right, Thursday. But you can listen to Chris and Co. and watch it from 10 to 11 right here on Sacktown Sports 1140. Coming up next, we'll talk some more Kings and Bulls. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, I guess. <laughs> he, he intends on it. Uh, we will catch up with Marshall Harris. You guys may remember him. He was here in Sacramento, oh, CBS Sacramento. Him. We love the guy. Great, great guy. He's doing big things in Chicago, working for CBS Chicago. We'll ask him about the Bulls. Coming up next, Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports at SacktownSports.com. It's Deuce and Mo on your local sports leader, Sacktown Sports. Coming in, right? Aaron Rodgers sounds like he intends on going to the Jets, as Chris detailed. John Morant met with Adam Silver today. The league just announced he has suspended eight games for conduct detrimental to the team, but it's retroactive. So he is scheduled to return to Memphis on March 20th against the Dallas Mavericks. So he'll miss three more games. They have Miami, San Antonio, and Golden State before that. So his return comes March 20th. Meanwhile, Kings and Bulls tonight. Is our old friend here? Our yeah. old buddy. Let's bring him in. Formerly of CBS Sacramento, now CBS Chicago. It's been too long. Marshall Harris. How you doing, man? Man, I'm just happy to be up with y'all talking about some uh, hoops and whatnot. I mean, we're, we're in very different situations in the, our two respective cities. One city celebrating really kind of a parade, if you will, Ooh. back to the playoffs at this yeah. point. Like, right? Like, you know you're going it's just a matter of who are you going to play? What's your what's your seed going to be? You're likely going to have home court advantage. I mean, there's only like 15 games left. Yeah, you're going to have home court advantage Man. in the first round. There's a lot of positivity coming here. Meanwhile, a team that was built to win. Oh, a team that was depending on the linchpin of one Lonzo Ball mm. for all of his success. And now we're currently, I believe, here in Chicago, the Bulls are a half game out of uh, the last uh, play-in spot. But okay, so we've are we are, are we gassing up the Bulls too much to say? Well, they're five and three since the break. They're third in offensive rating during that stretch, six in defensive rating. I'm a little concerned about tonight. Yeah, like they're going to beat these type. Yeah. These are the games that they're going to start winning, Marshall. You're asking me if this is a game the Kings should take lightly? They, no. The Kings cannot afford to take any no, game no, lightly. no, no. We're we're well, saying I'm that, concerned about this game for the Kings. Uh, yes. Okay, yes, you should be concerned about this game. Okay. Zach Levine is playing like a, an insane man. Um, you know, he was coming off the surgery in the offseason. He got off to like a really rocky start. And he's been so good of late since the All-Star break, as you mentioned. Um, since they traded for Pat Beverly, uh, the defense has taken 
strides. They're not where they need to be, much like the Kings, not where they need to be, but they have taken big strides, right? Um, the Kings play at a pace that's like, okay, the Bulls might just be like, we're good with that. Now, the Nuggets have lost four straight, so I, I, I'm going to tell you the Bulls beat the Nuggets. Um, and they did it in Denver, though. Yeah. So that's like something because the Nuggets don't lose in Denver. Right. Um, so, yeah, this game is it's very could be very telling for both teams. I know the Kings will be down a man in Trey Lyles. It's so funny, guys, because I tell people the best investment, right? You got to spend money to make money. That's that's like a saying, right? Yeah. The best investment I think I've made since the pandemic started was this year when I said, you know what? I'm buying lead pass <laughs> and anybody oh, yeah. who lives in the Eastern time zone or the central time zone, if you want to make money by saving money or excuse me, spend money and save, save money at the same time, you buy lead pass. I think it was like a hundred bucks, which is like all time low for lead pass uh-huh. at the beginning of the season. And I don't do anything after work because when you look at the teams that play from the Pacific time West, like I get home and I'm catching the second half of like great teams every single night like it's not like the, the the teams that play like you know early your time it's not the best investment for people who live out where you live sure because you're not gonna get home in time to, to watch whatever but like the kings where i was already interested because like, let me see what this is about the warriors obviously the lakers dumpster fire or not they're fun to watch the clippers you don't know what's going to happen dame time the suns like there is star power up and down the West Coast. And from Denver over, even like the surprising, like Larry Markinen and, and the Jazz, like there's good basketball being played after nine o'clock. Marshall, I feel like we just dove right into things. And I, we haven't oh, talked. Sorry, this, I, no, I, no, 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 I, no, I just felt like I also again. just, it's so good to hear your voice. It and is. I know we've talked every once in a while on social, you comment on something, but. How are you? Are you like, do you miss Sacramento at all? Or are you just like Chicago? I'm big market guy. huh? Is that what you are now? So so funny story. Uh, Our, one of my teammates, uh, our weekend sports uh, anchor, Matt Zahn is currently in Sacramento and asked me like, Oh, tell me recommendations, whatever. So I gave him like some food recommendations. I warned him. Everything shuts down early. You want to get your food unless you're going to like go to the drive through it, like in and out. (laughs) You need to get your food before nine o'clock. Because everything shuts down in Sacramento <laughs> at nine o'clock. That's my biggest. That's always been my biggest beef with the city of Sacramento. Right? Small city. Um, but I gave him like breakfast spots to go to. He's staying at that hot the media hotel for the NCAA tournament because he's out there covering Northwestern, right? He's staying at that Holiday Inn right on the corner, like uh-huh. the, the freeway right next to the Golden One. So like everything you really need is there except for maybe breakfast. I gave him some breakfast spots and whatnot. And I was just like. I, 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 get, I remember places I love to eat there, and I was just like, yeah, you, you'll be good. You'll be good to go. Yeah. So I'm doing well here in Chicago. It is 50 degrees and sunny today. Whoa. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot. No, that's a big but deal. I need y'all to understand, 50 and sunny here is like 75 and sunny there. Like, Ooh. yeah, could it be warmer? Sure. But are you good with doing whatever you want to do outside? Absolutely. There's people walking around in shorts out here. Hell yeah. Marshall, you just, yeah, you sound so great and just know that we miss you a lot, but so happy for you. Um, But now that you see the king succeeding with you gone, (laughs) are you kind of sad that you're not experiencing that? I would love to be there. And, you know, I knew that when, 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 not if, but when the kings turned things around, it would be like a renaissance for that entire city, right? Like I understood 
And a lot of people who are not sports fans there didn't understand why the Kings being bad for so long, like to understand that a kid could be in college and not know what it was like for the Kings mm. to be in the playoffs. You could grow up in Sacramento, be, you'd be out of college. Let's be honest. Cause you're like what, four or five years old before you start, like things start registering. Yes. Like you're literally out of college and you've never seen the Kings in the playoffs. That like, think about that, but wrap your head around that. Like you guys are old enough. Cause y'all are like, not old old like me. You're not grown grown. We're not that grown. old, Mark. You're right. We're not yeah. that old. Yeah, yeah, you're grown. You're grown, but you're not grown grown. I'm old. I'm grown. <laughs> no, grown. you're not. Remember, remember, black don't crack. All right. So, so, so to answer your question, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that I wasn't there for the, 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 the. the I don't even know what to call it. The come up. The, yeah. It's more than a come up. It's more than a glow up. It's something completely different. Um, and you know, I De'Aaron Fox is becoming that dude. I mean, like I said, I I get home and watch. I was going back and forth between the Kings and the Warriors. Was that two nights ago? When the, the like, I don't know who's stopping Giannis. I thought mm. just foul him. Just foul him. Like, what are you? What are y'all doing? Just foul him because you have a better chance of fouling him than watching him euro step by your would be defender and dunking on you in the clutch in the last two minutes of a game. No, that's true. And I'm not saying the Kings aren't ready for prime time. Uh, I, I don't want fans to, you know, when you, you know, when you've made it as a fan, when you start complaining that your team lost to a guy who could win it, who's been an MVP, a Finals MVP, like if that's what we're complaining about. You're there. You're where everybody else is that wants to contend. Yes. It was a great game. It was a, it great, was a game. great game. It was a great game. I, the ending was, hmm, but uh, it was a it was a great game. Wait, 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 wait. Why was that? Hmm. What would you would you not like about Trey Lyles getting feisty and pushing oh, yeah. guys? I under here's here's why. I understand both sides of that because I watched enough to see Brooke Lopez doing his things before we got to that point, and then I also. Saw how Giannis kind of I'm gonna I'm gonna drift into your guy. There was no need for that. And like the the best part of that video, like and I watched it live. The best part is like Giannis looking back, like what happened? Like whatever whatever happened. And so like I enjoyed Mike Brown what he had to say after that game as well about you know we're not taking it from anybody. Like I think that that was missing when I lived in Sacramento anyway. Like Mm -hmm. they wanted to be tough guys but they weren't tough guys. And so I think, I think it's just beautiful what has happened. And I'm so happy. I always, people always ask like, uh, for instance, you know, you guys know I lived in Philadelphia for 11 years. Yeah. Like, are you, are you uh, rooting for the Eagles? It's like, it's not even that I'm rooting for the Eagles. I just know how much joy it would give so many of my friends and friends who are close enough to me that I call family to see the Eagles win that of course I'm going to be happy for that city if they win. You know? Yeah. So like same same thing goes for the people in Sacramento. I have so many people that I love and care about for my two and a half years in Sacramento that if the Kings do well, I'm all about yo, live your best life. Sports brings us together. And I think we forget that sometimes in these divisive time polarizing times. One thing we can all get on board with is people just being happy for a good and pure reason. Yeah, I'm going to be divisive for a second, oh, though. Oh, God! Because, you, know, I, no, no. you know I love a little division. No, 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 no because, I, you know, I just heard all this, like, oh, Sacramento, yeah? such a great time there. Yeah. The fans. And then I started, while he's talking about it, I was connecting the dots, and his colleague, who he works with, is in Sacramento to cover Northwestern, the NCAA Ooh. tournament. You think Marshall would be like, you know what? Hey, 
I'm going to go. It's my old stomping ground. Too big time. I'm going to go connect with Deuce and Mo, mm-hmm. D-Lo. Casey. Like, we're going to all hang out, have yep. a good time. No, you just stayed back in Chicago. That's interesting. And, I mean, you're the guy. You could have decided to come to Sacramento. So so here's the thing. Right? Mm. Is that? Yeah, no, no. You have a good point. producer was like, uh, we're we're going to let Matt travel wherever they go. This is determined before the sites, mm. before we knew who was going where. Mm-hmm. I had just worked um, eight straight days in Arizona for spring training, covering the Cubs and the White Sox. And then I was home for six days. I had been out of town 14 of 16 days mm. leading up to about a week ago, a week the week before the uh, Big Ten tournament, all the, you know, tournament uh, week, if you will. And I was just like, that's fine. And she was like, well, you know, if Northwestern or Illinois win two games, you're probably going to have to work like, you know, 18 days straight or whatever. I was huh. like, all right, whatever. I'll take one for the team. So that's why I'm here. It's not because I didn't okay. want to. Hey, you know, we'll, we'll I, give you, know, you that. I'll accept it. Yeah. I'll accept it at this point. I, I, I love that. I'm trying to get back. I, I am literally trying to get back out there soon. So one thing we do need to talk about, you had mentioned De'Aaron Fox and kind of what he's been able to do. Just when you're watching him, what, what's jumped out to you? What, what has been different in your eyes with his game? I think it's a couple of things. Like, I'm a, I'm a nerd. I'm a stickler. Like, if you're going to be a point guard and you're going to have the usage rate that De'Aaron Fox or DeMontis Sabonis, and this is my big knock on Sabonis, but whatever. It's, 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 with Sabonis, it's a good enough trade-off because he does so many different things. You've got to be able to hit your free throws. De'Aaron Fox likes to hit free throws now. He didn't always like to hit free throws. Um, his confidence level, it's like he's he's never, maybe since, I, I'm trying to think of when Russell Westbrook really kind of fell off in terms of his explosiveness, mm-hmm. but he's the most explosive point A to point B guy in the league. Like he, you need him to get from the free throw line to the hoop in a certain number of seconds. Giannis can do it in the fewest steps. De'Aaron Fox can do it the fastest, Right. And his, his ability to know that other teams know that and therefore being able to knock down elbow area jumpers, like that's like, don't shoot, don't shoot long twos. No, you can just own the mid range. Yeah. Talking to a guy, you're going to see a lot of mid range. DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan. You're going to see a whole lot of mid range tonight. Um, I think that, that for me, it's just his confidence. It's just natural growth. We live in an instant society, right? Like, Oh, we drafted somebody. This should be good like next year or two years or three years. No, it takes like four or five years when somebody's like 18, 19 years old coming into the league. Right. And, you know, I think him being reunited with his college teammate, Malik Monk, I, I thought that was like the biggest steal of the offseason. I was like, that dude is going to thrive. Because it wasn't like he was bad for the Lakers last year, right? He just, like, what, what's he going to do? Now he has a real role. And um, the whole thing with Mike Brown and the, 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 what was it, a team dinner where they talked about the roles? Yeah. And, yo, everybody wasn't happy with it, but, like, as long as you know what it is, you can't complain about it down the road. Like, this is what we feel like we need to win. That's what a coach is supposed to do, right? They, they're they done. And, and, and Fox is what's, – what's the new award that he's about to win? The he's clutch. Win yeah. Dude. Yeah, he's about to win that award, the new one that they just uh, they, they just uh, created. Um, and, I, and I'm good with that. Like, the hockey-style awards named after people, I'm, I'm good with that too. But I think – Fox is just taking his level to the next game. And now he's getting validated by the all-star game. He's getting validated by getting the calls he used to not get. Remember the first three years in the league, he wasn't getting calls when he would get contact. Yep. And now you know if you mess around and get too close to him, you're going to get the whistle. And that gives him a level of confidence where maybe he didn't have before. Remember, I watched I, – I have a biased view on Fox – Cause I've watched a whole lot of fourth quarters with Fox cause I get home at night and I turn on league pass. Yeah. 
Voila. That is so, wow. You get to really watch in some special times, like you're saying. And because it is, it's it's a magical experience watching someone go off and the ability to point at a spot and be like, yeah, I'm going to go there, but I know you know I'm going to go there and I'm still going to make it. It's the leap he's taken, Marshall, has just been incredible. And I, obviously, like you said, like this entire team and the leap that they have taken as an entire squad, but. You know, they still have, like, even on this road trip, they're playing three teams under 500, and I get nervous around this time. This is the time when it's like, okay, what's going to be your mentality? Are you going to be one of those teams that locked in? They haven't been here before. So when I look at a team like tonight against the Bulls, who have been playing much better, what's been making the Bulls more special as of late? I, I think, really, it starts with Zach Levine. Like, I'm, 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 when I'm, I'm serious. Just watch him tonight. Just his level of confidence is back to when it was, you know, he was obviously didn't make the all-star team this year, but he, he had, you know, been an all-star uh, last season and prior. So like he's back to like premium level and he knows it's go time. He had never been to the playoffs before last year, which is wild. Cause you think about how long he's been in the league between Minnesota and Chicago. And he understands now what it takes. They got beat four games to one by the bucks in the first round last year. I mean, who, a lot of teams got yeah. be in that same position, but I just think his confidence level and also DeMar DeRozan kind of like stepping, not, I'm not going to say back, but like to the side and letting Levine do his thing. They were doing a b- better job of working through Vucevic who could give Sabonis some problems because of just the nature of his game. Um, you know, he's a, a very poor man's Jokic. And I know <laughs> you could probably say the same thing about Sabonis in, in a way, but um, I, I think Pat Beverly being on this team because he's from Chicago, he came back. He's given them kind of an edge. I told uh, my afore- aforementioned um, executive sports producers, like, I'm just here so that when the Bulls win that playing game, I want to see Pat Bev jump on the table. <laughs> oh, God. Man, that's the reason I'm here. And I think he might just be, like you said, <laughs> from Chicago, he'd be pretty fired up about that. Like, come on. Like, that's, I'm here for the moments, you know. At, at my grand old age, I just, I just live for the moments. You no, know? <laughs> I enjoy the journey. Like every you guys yeah. are enjoying the journey right now, um, and that's what I encourage all Sacramento Kings fans to do. It has been a special season, an amazing season, already filled with great moments, whether in the clutch or just blowing people out. Or I mean, like the offense just runneth over, obviously. So like, enjoy the journey. Don't worry about what's going to happen in the playoffs because if the Kings do mess around and they're the three seed and have to play the Warriors. Or have to like you could play somebody, or LeBron comes back and you have to play the Lakers as a six seed. Like, don't, 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 don't let that, don't let that shape how the season went. Because there's, it's just one, it's it's your, it's year one. There's gonna be other years. It's just year one. By the way, the the game tonight, Vegas thinks it's gonna be close. The Kings favor wow. just by a point and a half tonight. So. Oh yeah. Okay. So I, I think yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game. Going back to what you were just saying, talking about enjoying the journey. I'm with you. There. I've been saying there's nothing like the come up, right? The excitement. Because next year, there's going to be expectations, right? Yep. Can you get further? Oh, they only won two more games. Or or they're behind the pace of last year. Enjoy these moments. With that said, do you see, based on what you've seen, do you think the Kings could win a series? You know, the, the media is hyping them up a little bit right now. Some people have mentioned conference finals. Do you think that they have enough to get into the second round this year? So... I- a couple of things. I was interested to see if they could pass Memphis. I mean, I see Jaws coming back soon. I don't know. I mean, the Grizzlies had a, I think,
think a better record without Ja last year than they did with him percentage wise. But I, I'm interested to see what the matchup is. That'll be what dictates, I think, whether they win or not. Like it's hard for me to pick the Kings over the dubs or a, a healthy Suns team or a healthy Lakers or Clippers. I mean, like it, just the experience, like it's, it's different. Playoff yes. basketball, as you guys know, is different. Like you want to run up and down the court and, and, and get points off turnovers and all this. And, and, but like, that's not how playoff basketball works. It's it is crisp. a half court game, which is great because you have DeMontis Sabonis who can facilitate and create. You have De'Aaron Fox who can obviously create for himself and others. You've got spot up shooters, Murray, you've got uh Herter. You like you've got players that can do that. I just defensively, I wonder, and then like I think the end of the Bucks game, Giannis notwithstanding, was a microcosm of how things could quickly go wrong. Fast. Basketball that's what playoff is. It's like every possession is so much more valuable than what, what we look at in the regular season. But yes, I think they could win a playoff series. It just depends on who they're going on. Yeah. That's fair. I I yeah, Marshall, it's like it's exactly what we keep saying. Or well, okay. Funny thing. To start this season, Marshall, I was like, you know, I think maybe the Kings will be in the play-in conversation. Anytime anyone said playoffs to me, I was like, no, 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 you guys, they're not going to take that leap this first year with Mike Brown. Like, that's just, like, not how sports work. You got to take time and develop. Like, no. They are so quick with everything. I'm talking about the way that they play on the floor, their mentality. Everything has just taken a leap. It's matured. And there's just something, something. I've doubted them for so long, and I didn't believe. And there's something about this season and this team where I'm like, if they were in a first round or in a playoff series, when, whatever, um, that they have the right people on their team with the right mindsets. So even though they don't have that experience, there's going to be something about that maturity with this crew, with the the chemistry that they have that could help them get to that next level or to that next playoff series. But yes, like you said, it's a whole different game. Still nervous about it. Um, I did want to ask him really quick too, Pat Beverly, uh, have you been out to practice and covered him? Is he an interesting guy? I have not been able to go out to practice. Okay. I was out of town for so much, but and they they're they're just now getting back. They just got back from a two game road trip when I got back into town. Um, I have not, but I've I've heard all his I've heard everything he's had to say at practice. Yeah. Um, we have a camera out there. He's just, he's a wild one. Yeah. He's a wild one. And 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 have have the little beat button ready when he's talking. Oh God. Yeah, he's 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 uncensored as it were. Uh, one other thing I, I did want to say that I didn't mention. I think the X factor for the Kings in the playoffs, and this is kind of crazy, uh, the old man who's not really old at all, but the guy with championship experience on your team, Harrison Barnes has to play premium yes. basketball. Yes. He has to. Like, if he doesn't play, like, you know, he goes up and down, right? And he has had great games this season, but he's had game three and single to just scoring, and not that he doesn't do other things well, but, like, Harrison Barnes has got to give you some stuff. He's, he's, he has to. That's what he's here for. And if, if he doesn't do that, they will not win. I don't care who they're playing against. If Harrison Barnes isn't playing well, it's, it's not going to go well. Yeah, and the last time he was in the playoffs, it did not go well for him. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it was. It's been yeah. a long time, man, since he played in the Warriors. Mm. That's pre-Durant. That was a long time that ago. That was a very long time ago. So he's about to end the drought. Just crazy that we can even have these conversations, man. Marshall... Dude, it's been too long. I'm glad you're doing well. We seriously can't thank you enough for uh, spending some time with us, dude. 
And anytime y'all need me, just uh, holler at your boy. I'm, Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out in Chicago. I'm, we're down, man. I miss your energy so much. It's, Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, and you guys, and you guys, by the way, are killing it. Oh, thanks, dude. Proud of you guys, as you know. Thanks. I, tell you I know you do. No, you're, you've private, always whatever. Proud of you guys. No, and people should know this too. From the start, Marshall, when he's they brought us on CBS Sacramento, yep. and our podcast was still growing. Yeah, and like you, you put us over. Always in such a believed big way. in us. So, so thank, thank you. Yeah, thanks for your support, man. No problem. You guys have a wonderful evening. I can't wait to see what happens tonight. All Go right, Kings! So, Bye, Marshall. Bye. <laughs> There's Marshall Harris coming to you via the Folsom Lake Honda Hotline. For some late Honda. You're one-stop Honda stop. Shop. You're one-stop well, Honda again. shop. From the top, from the top. Okay. Uh, Marshall Harris joining us on the For some late Honda. You're one-stop Honda shop. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, coming up next, we got to talk about John Morant. Uh, did, did Do we know anything about Rodgers yet? Do did, we? We do know this. <laughs> the Cowboys just released Ezekiel Elliott's. Some big time news. We got so much what? to discuss. It's Juice and Mo on Sacktown Sports, eleven forty at SacktownSports.com. It's Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports. What? A day. What a day. We got Kings and Bulls tonight. The Kings start a four game trip. Vegas has them favored by a point and a half, so they think it will be close. We think it's going to be close. It's going to be a tough one for Sacramento against a Bulls team that looks like they're figuring it out. Five and three out of the break. Offensive clicking, number three since the break. We've just talked to Marshall Harris. Zach Levine's playing well. Beverly's had a little bit of an impact, yeah. so it's going to be a tough one. The Kings without Trey Lyle suspended for a game for what went down between him and Brooke Lopez. Yeah, and um, totally fair. Totally fair. And uh, I know it's so funny when you do see people like, what? One game? What's the NBA doing? And not Brooke Lopez. I mean, Brooke Lopez got fined $25,000 for stepping in and trying to stick up for his teammate, right? Um, But if we go back to all of this, you watch the video and Giannis Antetokounmpo was provoking Trey Lyles with just like a nice little sly thing. Good for him. He got away with it. Or I'm sorry, he didn't get away with it. He It worked. Trey Lyles bit, which I loved. I love. He's like, you can't punk me. Pushes Giannis. Um, where I asked Deuce this and I go, hey, if that was all that happened, what would they have called there? And Deuce was like, probably just a technical on yeah, I Trey. Think, I think Trey probably gets a technical yeah. for the push. Yeah. And, and when you do watch a video, Trey mentioned this. And after he said it, I saw it. What? Where when he went in the foul... Giannis kind of held his arm for a second, yep. and that's when Trey pushed off him, like, get off me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Giannis so, does these things. I know no one wants to say it because it's Giannis, and we all love I love Giannis. You can Giannis. still He's, love him for doing we it. We can acknowledge it. It's fine. It's not a big deal, and Lyles deserved to be suspended for a game. Someone mm-hmm. in the chat just brought up something funny, though. It's what? That, well, so if Trey Lyles flashed a gun, he would just get seven more games than that? Because John Morant oh, has been God. announced today, so he went to the counseling program in Florida for a couple of days, I mm-hmm. guess. Um, he met with Adam Silver today. They did an investigation. Basically, the league could not say for certain it was Jaws gun. They could not conclude for certain that he brought it on the team plane. They could not conclude much about it. They just know that he did have it. Yeah. So he has been suspended eight games by the NBA for conduct detrimental to the team. But the suspension is retroactive, this which is, I find is fascinating. Yeah. He's technically already served five games, and so he's got three games left. He will plan on returning. 
against the Mavs on March, or at least eligible to return March 20th against the Mavs. I I shouldn't be... There's going to be so many hot takes today from sports voices that are like, that's BS, what are they doing, blah, 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 blah. And like, I feel that emotionally. I feel like, that's so unfair, that's stupid, it should be eight games starting now. Like... What? He flashed a gun on a road trip, you know, but I mean, like we've said before, it's not like the Denver, the the city of uh, of uh, Denver did anything, took any legal action on this. You know, it's right. not like anything else was happening. So it is what it is. And I think we can always look at suspensions in the league and you can be like, oh, this guy gets this and this guy only gets this. I mean, there's biases within there as well, but... Either way, I just want John Morant to be okay mentally. Yeah, I I care less about the suspension. Yeah, I care more that he is getting the help he needs. Like that's all there is to it. And people are like, you know, people come to the defense like, oh, he can have some drinks. No, the guy looks like he's had issues with yeah. consuming alcohol. It's obviously been one of many stories that have come out about John Morant. Mm-hmm. And just because it hasn't gone to a point of being, oh my god, this is really bad doesn't mean it's not a concern and John Morant is one of the special young stars in this league he's got so much ahead of him his team had championship aspirations this year and look there's still a chance they could do it but Stephen Adams is not back Brandon Clark's out for the year you know they've dipped a bit even when Ja was there so I just want for his sake just get right like Uh just get the help you need because you have everything ahead of you you could be the face of the NBA as long as you get your stuff together. Yeah. And think about what he's been able to do in spite of all that stuff. It's yeah. been pretty remarkable. No, I, I agree. And I, I think that's the number one thing we have to look at with someone like this today. And and sometimes it's tough, too, when you do have your sports fan biases and you're like, but I don't like him as a player and I don't like that. But you got to humanize the situation. And it's someone with a, a an issue, whether it's with alcohol, whether it's with partying, whether it's being around the wrong people, whatever it is, there is some sort of issue there that he has been working on. And although I was trying to put a timeline on it, like it's got to be longer to fix things. Maybe it's something that he continues while he plays. I just, we just don't know. And um, you just hope that he gets all the help that he needs going forward. Well, meanwhile, the Grizzlies are ahead of the Kings right now in the standings. John Morant missing the next three games. But also the Denver Nuggets have fallen apart. They've lost four in a row. We were talking about them the other day going, hey, like they'll get it together. Three games in a row. That's weird. Last night against Toronto, it was another bad game. Michael Porter's defense, atrocious. Jokic had some bad defensive moments. Jamal Murray does not look 100%. After the game, Michael Malone was not happy. Because I'm going to find out a lot, of, a lot about guys in that locker room. I'm here. I'm going to be here today, tomorrow, and the day after. I ain't going anywhere. And I'm going to find some guys that are ready to fight with me. Because right now we're just in chill mode. Mm. And uh, you can't be in chill mode with 13 games to go in the season. we got to try to find a way to get our swagger back and get back to playing Denver Nugget basketball. Can't be in chill mode at this point in time. And you definitely can't be in chill mode when you've already lost three in a row. No. Also, after the game, he was asked whether he thought the Nuggets needed to hear those words from, I don't know, someone like Jokic. Malone said several De- Denver veterans spoke up after the loss, urging the team to play better. So then he was asked whether he thought the Nuggets need to hear those words. He said, uh, 
yes from Jokic. Like, I don't know why I misread it. I had it's a typo okay. in there. I completely okay. butchered that whole thing. Let's pretend like that <laughs> didn't wait, happen. Wait, let's rewind. <laughs> As for the South Nuggets need to hear those words, two-time reigning MVP Jokic was clear saying yes. So I read that completely different when I saw that this morning. <laughs> I thought Malone was saying Jokic needs to stand up and say something, but Got I it. guess Jokic might have. Um, Malone also said maybe we've gotten soft, a little soft with su- success. The Nuggets are weird. T- I two weeks ago I'm like, ah, oh, this is the they, they've got a chance this year. But I, I'm starting to feel a little different about them. And now we're to the point in the West, we need to start playing a game at some point today called, Who Do You Trust? Ooh. I mean, it's hard to say who you trust right now because, look, you you look at even Michael Malone coming out yeah. after another loss for the Nuggets. Four and in a row. Four straight. And we talked about it. Jamal Murray not looking right. Uh, what can you do with Michael Porter Jr.? You, you want to depend on him. Can you depend on him? Uh, I believe that this team, this culture with the Denver Nuggets, they they have what it takes to face the issue and make the proper adjustments. And it's not just going, oh, hey, let's just fall on Nikola Jokic and what he needs to produce in a game to make those things happen, but... What is going to fall on Jokic? And I don't know what he did in a game the other night or whatever, but when we talk about that one game where it looked like he was not even playing defense, like there was no effort, you are setting the tone as the reigning MVP, as a guy that has, has, you know, played at such a high level and this team does depend on you. You still got to show up, even if it's a game like you're feeling chill, as Michael Malone said. Suns. Lost again. They lost to the Bucks last night. So all of a sudden they're losing games. Mm. I don't know who to trust in the West. I don't. And that's why when you start hearing people go, Sacramento, it's like, it's not that outrageous. You can almost mention any team now. And we should talk about some playing teams uh, later on the show, too, because like you wonder if LeBron can get back soon. Could they make a little noise? They're a better team with Vanderbilt and those acquisitions they with are. Russell and, and Beasley. Those guys were awesome last night in that win over the Pelicans. Oh, my God. But AD is not playing back-to-backs. He's not playing tonight for the Lakers. So that hurts him, too. LeBron still weighs away from returning. we got to take a break. We'll be back on the other side. There's so much to get to. It's Deuce and Moe on Sacktown Sports, 1140 and Mason Morgan Reagan, a King's Road Trip rolls on tonight. A four-game trip, the last long trip of the season. As the Kings open things up with the Bulls tonight. Don't do not overlook a desperate team. A team that's trying to make the play. And this team was supposed to compete this year. They've been disappointing with Lonzo's injury, but they still have pieces. Levine's been on fire. He dropped 40 plus on the Kings this year. You still got DeRozan, Vucevic. You got Beverly, who's going to be irritating Caruso, Ugh. who can get after it defensively. Do not sleep on this team, Morgan. Don't. What is happening? What, what? Sometimes I like going to your mic. It's I know. Of... You've said that before, and you're like, what does it do? Does it give you like a little bit of. It's a power play. Yeah. yeah. No, it, power play. It yeah. definitely. Yeah. I can feel it. I'm like, ah. Sometimes you just have to send a message. What's the message? This is my house. 
<laughs> and I'm just, I'm just kicking no, no. it. This is my house. So going back to the bulls. <sighs> okay, guys, I, you and I both, Deuce, came into today going like, hey, not feeling that great. Just feeling. It's not even worried. It's more just like the response after battling a team like the Bucks and then going straight on the road and having to take care of business. They should, but it's just not easy. And it's wild that every single, every single road trip, every single stretch, we go, it's a big test. It's just, it's another test. It's like, I don't know what, what job you'd have to take like a whole bunch of tests for, but each test, oh, like being a lawyer, right? Well, and no, I guess you only have to take one, right? The bar, I don't know. I haven't the tried bar? to be a lawyer. Has I, anyone tried to be I, a lawyer? I hear what you're saying. There's just been tests every night. Yes, no, it's a season. There's no, tests. No, we got to break down. Is, no. I don't know. Maybe you could just say like being in school, you get tests every week, but then you get the final exam. Yeah. Why are you yelling midterm. at me? Because you used a lawyer example and had, it was going nowhere and I was trying to save. I, I threw a, Morgan. All I did was I threw a... We don't need you. Chris and I are going to do uh, the show. Hey, Bye. Hey, lifeguard on duty. Can you turn, can you I got you. His... You're, you're treading water. Here you go. And I helped you. Um, lifeguards have to take a lot of tests. You got to take a CPR test. Mm-hmm. You have to take a... What other tests do you have to take? <laughs> a swimming test? Oh, good. Good, good. Yes, I like this, Chris. Thank you for supporting my freaking whatever I'm trying to do. Either way... Whatever. It's just another test for the Kings, and I'm excited to see how they try to bounce back after a big game against the Bucks. I am, too. I want to see... And they're going to be shorthanded without Trey Lyles. But, um, yeah, I, I still think it's, again, all these games matter late in the year, blah, blah, blah. I am eager to see how they come out, because the Bulls do have something to play for, and that's... It's not going to be... Vegas thinks it's going to be close, too. So that's how I look at it as well. Yeah. Yeah. What we're going to say. No. No. What? I was. I really wasn't going to say anything. Aaron Rodgers. What do you think about that news today? How he handled things. Mm, it's I, annoying. Annoying would just be the best way to put he it. He handled it in a very Aaron Rodgers way. Yeah. For those who missed yeah. it, he went on Pat McAfee this morning. You know, he, the announcement's coming. What's he going to do? He came out of the dark hole. It's it's coming soon. He went on with Pat McAfee and talked about his intentions. At this point, as I sit here, you know, I think since Friday, uh, I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Okay. Um, and I haven't been holding anything up at this point. It's been compensation that the Packers are trying to get uh, for me and kind of digging their heels in. So I would just uh, <laughs> I think it is interesting at this point to step back and look at the whole picture. Um, you know, my side, love and appreciation, gratitude for everything that Green Bay has done for me. Love, so much love and gratitude and just heart open for the Packer fans Hell yeah. and what it meant to be their quarterback. And also the reality of the situation, you know, like it is what it is. The Packers would like to move on. They've let me know that in so many words. They let, they've let other people know that in direct words. Um, and because I still have that fire and I, I, and I want to play and I would like to play in New York, uh, it's just a matter of, um, you know, getting that done at this point. It's all, it's everyone else's fault and not his. Hell yeah. Hell, hell, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And 
it's just a weird talk about a spin job, right? I mean, that's what he's trying to do here is just control the narrative, act like it's the Packers' fault, act like he has nothing, he's not doing anything wrong. Like, you don't want to be there either. And it's okay to say that out loud, but maybe, I don't know. I think he's made that kind of clear, though. But I think I think my bigger issue with it is just, like, the deal's not done yet. But well, that And that's what I was going to say was maybe his PR team or whoever else is trying to make sure, like, hey, say the right uh, things. I think that's part of the problem. He doesn't. He is his PR team. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I think he's trying to push it towards the finish line. Yeah, and it's close. I, I definitely think it's close. I think the Packers want to move on too. That's he's made that clear. I think they're they're just kind of over it. You know, it's it's been a lot the last few years with him. So let's say he goes to the Jets. Are we are we going? Hey, the, oh wait, oh wait, wasn't Derek Carr going to be a future Hall of Famer there? So for sure. Well, Aaron Rodgers is already know, in the Hall of I, Fame, but I yeah, know, I know, I know. Um, the Jets seem like they've been a quarterback uh, quarterback away from being that team. And, I mean, you can dislike Aaron Rodgers all you want. I think you're obviously going to get a guy who's maybe motivated, but it's also playing in New York. It doesn't always go smooth there. You know, he doesn't like media attention. The New York media is the worst. Yeah. I mean, talk about deal hot, with that. hot takey yeah. people. All the puns and rhymes that they're going to have on the front page. Yep. Ugh. God, so annoying. Aaron Dodges, his first win. Aaron Dodgers? Aaron Dodgers. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, no TDs in good. first game. Good, good. I-, I am just tired of the story. It's like, just move on. Great. Go do your thing. Go to- You get what you want. He's also 39 years old. So, you know, the Jets are going all in. Like, go out and try to find a way to win next year. Yeah. Like, you didn't get... Aaron Rodgers to like, oh, we made the playoffs and we're the Jets. You're trying to win a championship now. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's obviously got to be the goal. And that's why you're seeing the rumblings of other guys' names and everyone that he could possibly recruit. Morgan, didn't you wear that? I'm I watching, was just about to take a video of it. We're so, watching ESPN right now. And Malika yes, Andrews girl. is up there with Kendra Andrews, her sister. And Morgan wore that same outfit on TV. Oh, my God. She is rocking Isn't this it. the second time? So her and I, we talk a lot of Rent the Runway because we rent like, the runway. we rent the runway one, but we also like a lot of the same style, same stuff. And I mean, me and Malika, you know, it's the same thing. Duh. But Kendra, I actually know Kendra. And um, yeah, dude, she is a rock in that Tommy Hilfiger suit. <sighs> what? I just love like. Own it, honey. Yes, that's exactly what I thought. Thank you. That's exactly what I thought. All right, coming up next, let's take a deeper dive into the Western Conference. Where the Kings stand today, the number three seed. They take on the Bulls tonight. Let's look at the rest of the West. So let's look at the play-in race, which is getting really intriguing. Okay. Some of these play-in teams like, okay, see, okay. Mm. We got to talk about them. So much to get to. It's Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports, 1140 and com. Sports. Yes, Juice Mason, Morgan, Reagan. Coming up at two, we got Kettles and Rami. Rami's going to be with us at the end of this hour. I know. Uh, what do we call it? Wednesdays with Wami. <laughs> Wednesdays with Wami? Yeah. Wednesdays, Wednesdays with, with Wami. Even though it's Rami, but we call him Wami for sure. He might uh, be doing an open mic tonight. 
Why wouldn't he just, do, like, do make think, an announcement? And do you think he'll ever give us credit for inspiring him and kind of pushing him? No, because you don't you don't get credit for other people pushing themselves. Like, you don't do that. And like, I believe he said that his girlfriend told him to go Yes, Yeah, but Deuce. we had actually encouraged him, too, multiple no, times. Deuce just wants credit for everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, like Pernil, Pernil, the 16-year-old that we have on um, and that joins our podcast— uh, Good Day Sacramento reached out to have him on, and he was on Good Day Sacramento yeah, well, over the so weekend. Yeah, so why why'd they have him on? Because of Deuce Mo. Thank, Thank you, you, Daddy Deuce. Thank you. But they also had him on because he is impressive, and oh, we yeah. just gave him a, a platform to show off his talent. Look. We don't give the Rami a platform. <laughs> he already has a platform. No, yeah. I am. You're the music executive company. You're behind the scenes, bro. I put people over. Oh, cool. I put people... It's Chris Jericho. I could put anybody... I put you over. Oh, my God. Oh, I could put you over. I See, now anybody. this is where... Right? We're going to draw the line. So, Deuce, you're Chris Jericho. That would make Morgan... Be good. I wouldn't say Ricky Starks, because there's already a Ricky Starks. Orange Cassidy. <laughs> there's already... Yeah, Orange Cassidy. What? Such a such a different style. I mean, but MJF. unique. Ah, too good for me. But yeah. yeah, yeah, you're too. Yeah, that's true. I'm kidding, Morgan. No, I'm. I'm honestly happy for Rami that he's doing open mic. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Hell yeah, especially like, coming to a new town. He's done comedy for a long time, and um, for him to do it here is cool. I could never be a stand-up comic, and I oh, like I want. I wanted to try. I got a tight five. Oh, I don't even have like a th- good thirty seconds. Like oh, I, so it would be a really hard job. It is. I get nervous like thinking about just like the thought of going up on stage in front of people. Yeah, but I get nervous not about that though, Chris. It's not about being on stage. It's about like actually trying to tell a story that has like comedic relief to it. Presenting it in that fashion just sounds absolutely horrifying, especially when no one laughs. And it's like, well, I'm not funny. <laughs> should do that, huh? <laughs> I would love to see you just do stand-up. You have two minutes. I would two... laugh at myself and know everyone would That like... would be your thing. When no one would laugh, you'd go, well, that's not funny. And then I, that's you. <laughs> it's the, no, that's not funny. What about a roast of Morgan? Oh, You know what? I don't think I could handle... The, I, you know how many people I mute? I have been muted on Twitter and like... Um, I don't even go on King's Reddit or anything. There's, I mean, I've, you've obviously told me my parents have, there's a lot of good stuff and I just don't feel the need to hear the bad stuff from people who are just, I mean, when I got an email the other day that said, you ugly dumb bee, like it's, that was the the title of the email. I was just just upset (laughs) with you and I felt like the only way I could get to you was over email, Morgan. It was a Bucks fan, but Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I read Reddit. It's fun. I know. I know. And to well, be honest, we, we've gotten a lot of love on absolute, there, too. No, and it's been so it's been so empowering. But, like, yeah, stand-up, I would get crushed. People. But in, in roast, it would be – there's always oh. the end. But in all seriousness, one of the best people in the world. That's just not funny. Hey, Morgan Reagan. Everybody. If we did a roast on Morgan, I've got an hour. Really? That's an hour set. Give yeah. us, give us, uh, give us fifteen seconds right now. No. Give us fifteen no. seconds. Why don't you? Huh? That's... Do you have fifteen seconds of a roast? And I won't bother me because I know you guys. Um, I'd have to think about it. All right, you have till the end of the show, both of you no. to roast you. Fifteen. You get one thing to I, roast I, me I work blue, so I can't do it on here. I do it on the pod, maybe. Do we have a bleep button? No. I I, I have to really do it. Okay. <laughs> Morgan, let's talk some Western Conference. Uh, okay. Kings taking on the Bulls tonight. 
coming into tonight's game, the Kings uh, are behind the Memphis Grizzlies. They're going to get Job ja Morant back. We found out today Job ja Morant's getting an eight-game suspension, but it's retroactive after he met with Adam Silver. Mm-hmm. So he's scheduled, or at least eligible, to come back on March 20th when the Grizzlies take on the Dallas Mavericks. When you look at the West right now, the Nuggets have the lead. They lead the Grizzlies by four games, just four games now, because Denver has lost four in a row. The Kings in the number three spot, just a game behind Memphis. The Suns are at number four, but they've lost three in a row. They're four games behind Sacramento right now. Hey, but it's scary still, you know? Actually, that that feels good. Really? Because not only is it four games, but the Kings have 27 losses. The Suns have 32. So that's significant as well. The Warriors are five games behind Sacramento. Same with the Clippers, and the Kings have the tiebreaker on the Clippers. That's not going to happen. Minnesota playing right now in the seventh spot. OKC's right behind them. OKC's won three in a row. Both Jalen Williamses have been awesome this year. And then SGA, Giddy, that team's going to be good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, it's there's a lot of teams here where you look at their future and you go, yep, you got something. But it's also interesting when you do think about OKC and how many years they've been allowed to be rebuilding and be this type of squad and what they came from too, right? I mean, making the playoffs and then breaking things apart and um, becoming this young rebuild team, but the patience that is there. I'm surprised that SGA doesn't get more frustrated. And Chet hasn't played this year. Right. Which is crazy. He's right. missed the entire year for OKC. Um, so, yeah, playing right now, Minnesota, OKC, Dallas, LA. We found out today Cad may get some on-court activity soon in the next few weeks, but mm. they're kind of hanging in that playing race. So they're seventh, OKC eighth, Dallas at ninth. They, they've lost three in a row. Luca's been out. Kyrie's foot is becoming a big issue. He's not sure when he's coming back. What I, a disaster that's been, man. I didn't realize it was that bad. Oh, God. And it, again, whether you like what you saw with even like Kyrie and Luca on the floor together or not, you need those pieces to do something more than what you're doing right now. I mean, they just keep dropping. It's, I'm not going to lie, I love it so much. Like, that's a team And where he I'm could bounce like, out. Kyrie could bounce out after this year. Oh, and he's going to. He's going to go to L.A. Like, we got to, we should, like, make a bet now, right? I'm not taking that bet, but, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he went to L.A. Really? Yeah. You don't feel that confident in him going to L.A.? No, but I, I agree. He's probably going to L.A. Why? Not, what am I going to bet? Um, I agree with you. There's no bet to be made. No, We're both hmm. on the same Let's page. Make, you can't let... make a bet when you're on the same page. No, no, no. Hey, I'm we... going to bet you it's happening. I agree. All right. Let's exchange $5. Cool. We <laughs> both win. Oh, wait. Did we win? No, we're even. Cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Also, the Lakers. Uh, the Lakers uh, have won 7 of 10. They're still one game below 500. They beat the Pelicans yesterday. AD has been a monster when mm. he's played, but he's not playing back-to-backs right now. LeBron's still not back. But they're hanging around. They're being annoying. They're in the 10th spot. And then behind them, on the outside looking in, Utah, New Orleans. And oh my, the Blazers are the third worst team in the Western Conference. It's so interesting to look at how they even started this year. And I was like, told you guys, Portland was going to be better than you thought. And then Dame's finally healthy. Yeah. I was like, I can't count out a healthy Dame. Can't count it out. It's just, and it's not. It's obviously you don't want to blame Dame. Like, he's still playing at a very high level. But, I mean, what's that mean for Chauncey? What does that mean for, like, 
this this I organization. Just, I just don't know where you go. For okay. Anything. Like. You got Thibault. <laughs> you have Thibault. There you go. Uh, they can re-sign Jeremy Grant. I just. It, they've been so underwhelming. And I don't know. Like, I, I haven't been locked into them this year. Because right. they've been so boring to watch at times. Dane does his thing. And he's always going to get numbers. But. It it just doesn't feel like they have the right pieces around. And then you go, is Chauncey the right coach? You know, I mean, are they in a situation where they can have a Sacramento-esque offseason, get creative, make some moves, hire the right guy, and then all of a sudden they're taking a leap? Because Dame is still a really talented player. It's just they're not very good defensively. The offense has been underwhelming, mm-hmm. too. They're just not a good team. And they're bad. They're 31-38. and 38. You mentioned some of those pieces, and it's just wild to think that they couldn't just figure out how to be better even with just that, right? You just – you do – I exactly. I haven't watched enough to be like, oh, it's Chauncey Billups and the way that he's coaching. I think he's a great guy. And- they don't have depth. You're counting on yep. young guys, and you're yep. counting on guys who should not be playing big minutes for you. Good luck. Yeah. Okay, so there's Portland, but, um, man, how disappointing are the Pelicans? Well, yeah, they're in a bad spot, too, because they're not winning games. And, you know, Zion, I, I mean, at, at some point, you just don't bring Zion back this year. It's like, what's the point? Like, if he's, I just want him healthy. Get it? What's the point in getting him back? In how many games has he he's played missed, each year? Right. He's he missed all of last season. Like, Let's they're see. in just such a weird spot right now. But as far as what first year twenty four games, second year sixty one, last year not at all. This year twenty nine. I mean, that's I knew that in my head, but just when you see those numbers, it's mind blowing. Can't count on them. Mm-mm. You can't. And so now they're in a spot. And everyone remember when New Orleans had the number one record in the West? Yeah. I mean, they, were, they were like 16 and 8. And they're like, oh, look out. And, oh, they're, they're going to get the Lakers pick. The Lakers are ahead of them oh, now. yeah. They're not going to swap picks this year. The Lakers are ahead of them. Oh, my God. I that, the, the beginning of the season right. to now... It's, I so mean, who do you trust? We just went through the, yeah, the okay. Western Conference, even the play-in. Everyone's kind of the same. Like, it, you're, it, if you say it's the Clippers today, it's hard to argue with you sure. if healthy. But they haven't proven it. Like, they haven't been totally flawless. They've won three in a row now, hanging on to the sixth spot. If the Warriors aren't getting Wiggins back, I'm out. I'm out well, on them. I don't think they've got the depth. They're winning some playoff games because Steph is legit and Clay can get his, but I don't trust them. Sidebar, before we keep talking about who we trust and who we don't trust, just sidebar about Wiggins really quick because I was uh, reading up on some you know fans and how they felt about Andrew Wiggins, and Kareth Burke was putting out some things about him, and she's like, on Wiggins, I spend my hard-earned money on movies. Does that mean actors must open their personal lives to me? Because a lot of people are saying, like, Andrew Wiggins need to, needs to tell us what's going on. Um, she's like, because I bought a ticket, because I'm a fan, the idea that I'm entitled to something because I spend money gets yucky quick. So why the entitlement sports fans? Yeah, I mean, I don't think he needs to make it. And that's, but these, these Warriors fans yeah, are just like, no, no, my point is it's just, it's so interesting when it's just my sidebar about Andrew Wiggins and just how people do feel about these things. And there is no transparency there. We don't know what's going on with him. We don't know when he'll be back. And right there, you can look at the Warriors and just say, 
okay, pretend he's not there. So you just don't trust them without him. No. Okay. They're not winning a championship without Andrew Wiggins on that. They don't have the same depth that they do last that they did last year at all. And as far as that, look, I'm more surprised it hasn't come out. Whatever's happening with them, I'm surprised it hasn't been leaked out. But because it hasn't, you have to understand it's probably pretty serious and they don't want it out there. Deal with it, fans. It's not your place to know. Nope. All right, coming up next, we still have story time with Chris for a lot. Baby. I think we should do that coming up Ooh. next. It's Deuce and Mo. Deuce and Mo. Sacktown Sports. Kings and Bulls tonight. Aaron Rodgers intends on going to the Jets, I guess. It's still not official. Ezekiel Elliott's been waived by the Cowboys. It's been a busy day in sports. Of course, Cattles and Rami at two. They'll talk everything about it. They do have a show. To, yeah, they do have a show. I've been like promoting it all day, and I just realized, do they have a show? It's a short show today? Hour and a half. Oh, so okay. it's okay. Yeah. Kings basketball. Hour Solid 90 minutes. Okay. Solid 90 minutes. Ooh. Rapid fire. They got a lot to pack in. That's coming up at two. But you know what's coming up now? What's coming up now? How about a little story time? With, With Chris Ferlod, baby! We interrupt this program for an important announcement. It's that time of the day where Chris Ferlod gives you the stories that you need to hear. Or maybe not. Story do you need to hear them? Some days you don't. Most days you do. Let's get to it. All right, let's start with New York. Oh, New York City. Yeah. This Home of Aaron the, Rodgers. This comes from the AP. You guys, uh, is your favorite dog Harlan? Um, sure. Deuce? I, I love Bojack, but. I can't have a favorite, Chris. Okay. But, Carlin. Okay. <laughs> so, you're not alone in having a Frenchie be your favorite dog. The American oh. Kennel Club has said that the French Bulldog is the most popular breed of dog in America. And it's knocked out the Labrador Retriever as the top dog for 31 years. And there's obviously issues there's with Frenchies. Many issues. I don't want to. I, I know there's some people like Frenchies. Frenchies should bred, not be allowed to be bred. You know what though? They are bred, and people need to love them. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's why I did what I did. And Carlin, you know, Frenchies are. Oh, here he goes. They're weird. Like if you like farting in your face, you like. Oh, so now it makes sense. Snoring, right? Snoring. You like? They're just weird dogs. They're just characters. They're like aliens. They are, um, but I'm surprised they're number one because of all the issues they have. And I'll say this: when I hear that, it does make me cringe because I'm like, uh, there's a lot of owners who can't handle a Frenchie. Oh. And not only that, yeah, the breeding. Go on. It's, it's happened very quickly. The French Bulldog wasn't even a top 75 breed 25 years ago, and it's already jumped up to the top. Damn. But unfortunately, with popularity of the Frenchie, they have been a target for thefts. Lady- I don't have a Frenchie. I was just kidding, guys. <laughs> Lady Gaga, you remember? Yeah. Her yeah. dog was that stolen. That scares me. Trust sh- me. Shooting up her dog walker. And just last month, a 76-year-old... <sighs> South Carolina breeder was shot and killed when selling one of his dogs in a parking lot. Okay, so thanks, Chris. Um, that makes me feel so good. I will say this. When that story came out, I was definitely a little more on edge. When really? I, yeah, and take Carlin out for a walk. You're just kind of like... Dun, dun, dun. 
You know, I'm just looking around. I don't know what that noise was. I just dun, made. Dun, 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 I don't know why the circus music came on. Like, <laughs> that's your. That's I'm how run, you. I'm running from the guys. They're trying to take my dog. <laughs> I don't know why that came up. Is that the story? That is a story. Oh. Prince oh Bulldog's the most it's, popular uh, dog in America. You, you brought that to a to a close personal place, Chris. Yeah, you're welcome. You did. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to Augusta, Maine. This is also from the AP. Since 2015, Maine ended a review process that allowed all types of vanity plates that basically just allowed anybody to put whatever they wanted on their license plate on their car. But after uh, a bunch of people just literally just started putting F-bombs on their car, the Maine legislature had to come out and say, like, all right, Bureau of Motor Vehicles, you have to reestablish a system. You can't have all of these plates out there. So since then, 274 plates have been deemed inappropriate. But Peter Starresty? Peter S. Peter Storstecki. Peter Storstecki. That's what I'm going to go with. Thinks he's being treated unfairly. So I think he should probably... Like, do you have a pen or something to write yeah. with? So I want to tell you what... This, so he is a vegan, and he's very proud of being a vegan. Okay. And his plate reads, Love Tofu. Okay. And he says that there should be nothing wrong with having love tofu on his license plate. But they said, the state rejected his appeal because they said the plate could be a reference for sex. Love wow. to F is what it is. Tofu. Yeah. yeah. That's I mean, a stretch. F-U that, is, yeah. No, no. And let's talk about the bigger issue here. You're so cool. You're, you're a vegan. Cool, bro. Enjoy your vegan food. I don't need to. I you need to put it on your license plate. You love it that much. You love that lifestyle that much. What if people love, love meat and say love meat? That's weird too. We don't care. That is weird. I mean, but people love do- meat's actually probably not allowed either. Well, that's true. You can take that many different ways. Well, people. I think all the people are weird that put their like entire families on their car and yeah, they, put they put all their, their hobbies. It's and like- I'm like, oh, and there's there's like a. A, a a kidnapper right over there. Yeah, that's I've, gonna... got, I've got seven. You might as well put your social security right. number on okay. it. What's what's worse with a sticker? You don't see them that much anymore. But what's worse, the family stickers or like the Apple sticker? Remember when people would have like the Apple sticker? On no, like... no, no, no. Marathon. Oh, like the miles. Cool. I'm glad you put it on your car. Like you run a marathon, you get a medal. I I respect anyone who runs a marathon. Absolutely. I don't have the mentality to do something like that. Nope. Let me put a sticker. I'm going to everyone know I put it on my car. I just think it, this, it's like you might as well put a picture of a Frenchie on your car and then. To be fair, if I ever ran a marathon, I think that's how to introduce myself to everybody. Like, hi, I'm Chris. I ran a marathon once. And But not on your car. I'd probably put it everywhere. Oh, God. Okay. Have a t-shirt, Chris Rillard, marathon runner. Love. I respect that more than having a sticker on a car or a license. Love tofu. And then you're going to make it a thing. Then you're going to go so – you're that passionate about it that you're going to be like, I need to complain about it. I need to talk to, I need to, talk to some news station about this because the, the politics in Maine, scar, I can't put love tofu what on What if my it car. was hate tofu? That, that's a good point. Hate tofu. <laughs> <That's a> good, <laughs> they allow it because it's like, well, yeah. no one would hate to yeah. So <laughs> Hate tofu is different. But, okay. Um, yeah, I just think it's weird. I, I don't like that. I, people like that. You suck. Doesn't I, doesn't bother me. All right, final story. Mo, would you like to take over the final story <laughs> well, of Chris's story time? I guess. Because we were sharing this last night, and it was amazing. 
Uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you for passing along story time with Chris to story time with Mo, baby. So Chris and I were texting last night because obviously we were talking about Kelsey Plum and Darren Waller uh, yesterday. And Chris was like, Morgan, this is like right up your alley of reality television. I was like, you're so right. So yesterday, Robert Griffin. Thank you. Thank you. Robert Griffin, the third tweeted out Darren Waller just married just got married to Kelsey Plum of the Las Vegas Aces and Josh McDaniels, obviously coach. uh, His wedding present was to trade him to the New York Giants. McDaniels is not a romantic. Kelsey Plum took that tweet, retweeted and said, probably because he wasn't invited to the wedding. LOL. Boom. Damn. Oh, my God. That drama coming down from the coach to the players. This has to be a thing, right? Well, it sounded like he, so he leaked. He leaked it out. He leaked it out at the, at whatever practice or whatever at thing. At the uh, combine. At the combine, he leaked it out. Did he leak it out or did he accidentally just, he didn't realize he wasn't supposed to say anything? He wasn't, he knew he wasn't supposed to say anything. Especially if he wasn't invited exactly. to the wedding. Exactly. He knew what he was doing. He hmm. knew what he was doing. Yeah, he, I, I mean, I, I don't know why he would do that. What, what would his motivation McDaniels? be to do that? Like, is that? Because he's an ass. Because he wasn't invited. Oh, I wasn't invited. Hey, guys. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be here, but my, I won't be able to meet with Darren Waller. He's having a wedding right now. so Truly. I mean, it is real housewives written all over it. All over it. Yeah, Josh McDaniels. Is, I, I, I was like so rooting for him because it was like his first go around as a head coach did not go well. Humbled him. Everyone's like, yeah, he was not good. He's not a good guy. Goes back to New England, does this thing. And, you know, there's all these. Remember, he almost took a different job, the Colts job. And Colts. He, he backed out. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, that was kind of weird. What the did hell he is that? Have, I'm trying to remember. Did he have a press conference? He was about to. Or, yeah, he, yeah, was, he was about, about to. They had, I mean, they officially announced it and everything. And then he backed out, which is not the first time Billy Donovan did that at one point when he was scheduled to leave Florida to coach Orlando. But, um, and he went back to Florida. But it, that was weird. And then he goes back to New England and he takes this job. And there's so many stories, like the rehab stories of, no, oh, he's learned from the, the first stop, man. He's just a different guy. And then you hear all these stories come out and you're like, I'm pretty sure he's the same guy. Yeah. And you guys, I'm not kidding. Like, you look at this and we're all shocked. Like, why would they trade Waller? Like, why would we couldn't figure out a why? Is this part of the why? Because the be. coach and Waller don't like each other. Right. Has to so, be. So, um, Go Kelsey Plum for life. Yeah. Own it, honey. Thank you, Christopher Lund. Still bummed about that. That she's married to yeah, somebody? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, I'll move on, though. Okay. I'll move on. We have to move on, too. We'll be back in a few minutes. It's Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports 1140 and com. And Mo. Deuce and Moe. Sacktown Sports. How about a happy birthday shout out, Morgan? For who? Uh, Brett Michaels turned 59 today. Brett Michaels? You know Brett Michaels? Which one is that? I, that I mean, I know who that is. It said that he was 60 today. Oh, yeah. Brett Michaels. Really? Wait, isn't that the Maybe one Maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Hey, Morgan. What? I know where you're going with oh, this. He is 60 today. Don't I say get, that. Uh, this lead singer of Poison. I was going to get there. So okay. my Brett Michaels story. <laughs> I don't know the Brett Michael story. Oh, you might. You might. might. A, couple, a, a couple years back, I get a call from my sister. I'm like, what is going on? Because, you know, call, my sister doesn't call me often. It's fine. Yeah. And she goes, 
mom has been exchanging DMs with a guy claiming to be Brett Michaels, and she just sent him a couple hundred dollars. By the way, doesn't have a couple hundred dollars to just send. Right. So the whole thing was a guy who claimed to be Brett Michaels, and my mom's oh, Brett Michaels DMing me, huh? Um, so... The guy was like, Brett Michael was like, I want to fly you out. I'll pay you back. Just give me, just send me X amount of money. I don't even know what the official, I said 200, but I don't know, a couple hundred, whatever it was. And I'll fly you out and we'll hang out. So, of course, my mom, you know, just life is random, right? You're, Brett Michael's just going to DM you and he's going to say, I will fly you out, but send me money. So she sends him money. She didn't get it back, huh? No. She got catfished by uh, Brett Michaels. She really liked Brett Michaels. What's bad is this happens a lot because it, every once in a while you'll see on Twitter and it'll be like some wrestler saying like, hey, I am never going to ask you for money. This person is fake. Yes. No, Bobby Lee with Bad Friends Podcast had the same thing. He he got hacked. His Twitter got hacked and it was uh, asking people you know, for certain things and they'll get a MacBook Pro in return. And he's like, I'm not just randomly giving out MacBook Pros. Like, why would I do that? That's not my brand. At least with that, it was uh, Bobby Lee's official Twitter account who got hacked. Oh, yes. This was like Brett Michaels 27265 underscore that got my mom to send money. I'm so sorry. You know what that's like when you have to call your mom? No. What are you doing? You idiot. Get off. And I I, I pulled the, I know you're still messaging him right now. We can see it. You need to stop. (laughs) And they couldn't see it. I'm I'm pulling off a move like a parent pulls off on like a 10-year-old with my mom. Dude, the amount you've had to parent (laughs) We grew up with the internet. And like, I think when all of us got computers in our house, like our parents were, hey, Nothing is out there is real. Be very careful. Don't give your information out to anybody. Yeah. And then we're giving the same talk to them. It's just like when they like, read like a news story, I'm like, that is not a real news story. Or an Instagram ad, and you're like, no, no, you don't just buy everything you see. It doesn't just like look like that. Like, come on now. Ryan says, oh, I hate when my mom sends money to fake Brett Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> um. So happy birthday, real. Yeah. Brett Michaels, sixty. So I'm so sorry, Deuce. Yeah, my mom has obsessions with him and um who else? What's the guy's name for Motley Crew? Vince Neal. Vince Neal. <laughs> she likes those rock stars, huh? <laughs> Dude, she loved Motley Crew growing up. Did I you... I like Motley Crew growing up because Really? Of that. Yeah. So you okay. Shout. Shout. Shout out to Devil. Shout. Or smoking in the poison. <laughs> you don't know any of these songs? No. Chris, I probably you, do if you I know, heard. You know some Motley Crue, right? I know a couple. I was never like a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Neither. I again. I don't <laughs> fear in that direction. I love the connection in the chat. The young Asian says it was Deuce's dad scamming his mom. <laughs> Man, I I could do story time with Deuce Mason every day. A family story oh. each day where I talk about something. Honestly, yeah. why don't we? It's you know. 
It's dark, but it's just like... You think mine are dark. Yeah. Like, you're... <laughs> like, I'm talking about stories about people we don't know. We should honestly, every day, have a story time with Chris, where he's doing that story time with me, which is probably just going to be a happy story, and then story time with Deuce, where it goes back to just dark. I will say this. I've had a lot real. of bad things actually happen to me. It's involving family members, so it's not like I've been through crazy... Like, I've been through... That still takes a mental toll on a human being, bro. Like, what? are you saying right now? No, I understand. But I'm saying like, it's not like I've been like, I think when you, when you have people in your life that you love and it happened, I mean, I know you've disconnected with people in your family too, but like, it's going to still take a mental toll on you. So like whether it happened to you or not, okay. it's people you cared about. Well, therapy with Mo. At one thirty six every day. <laughs> Uh, John Morant, uh, if you have missed it, John Morant is scheduled to return to the Memphis Grizzlies coming up in a yeah. few games, in three games, actually. He's eligible to return when the Grizzlies take on the Dallas Mavericks. The league announced today he has been suspended eight games. It couldn't prove if he brought the gun, whose gun it was, all this stuff, and the, the cops in Colorado did it charge him with anything so they suspended him eight games for conduct detrimental to the team but it's retroactive he's already served five games of this he was in a counseling uh facility facility in florida for i don't know a few days of up to five i don't know how long it was he was actually there but he's out of that now met with silver today and then they handed out the suspension i just hope he's fine like i just hope but he's good they need to hold him accountable, and it's not just. A, I I care less about suspension. I care more about are you okay? Uh huh. That's do, all. Do you feel okay? I, I know, and I guess this question's kind of dumb because it does. It really doesn't matter. Do you feel like he's getting enough games, and the retroactive thing is kind of BS, or are you? I think the retroactive thing is weird. Okay, I do, because he got initially suspended for a couple of games where they figured things out, and then he took some time off. I didn't yeah. feel like it was actually a suspension, but well, that seemed like a team thing. I think if you're going to suspend him eight games, have a start now. But also, I have to be honest. Part of it's like for King's sake. Like I'm like, yeah, this would be nice if have him suspended for eight more games. And it's kind of a gray area because, I mean, he technically didn't do anything illegal. Right. They're not, he's not getting charged with He's not. I mean, he's not. And that's where I think the league is coming from in this. They knew they were going to get some criticism. But ultimately, if law enforcement in Colorado were like, there's nothing we can do about this here, what is the league supposed to do? And so they're going, all right, technically we're suspending you for like three games because you've already... Miss five. You you don't be stupid anymore. And I'm sure Silver met with them to be like, Are you good? Like what are, do yeah, you need what help? Are you doing? Like we can help you. Yeah. Like let's get you down a better path because the path he's going is not a good one. No, and I think that's the other thing is like, okay, are there gonna be other people stories around him as especially as they continue in the postseason where like people are mad around him and are have laser pointers. Um, pointed at people after games or anything. It's like those antics, even if it's not directly with John Morant, cannot happen. Cannot happen. Well, coming up next, we catch up with Rami. Yes. Get his thoughts on Kings and Bulls, the Aaron Rodgers drama, and I'm sure he's gonna break. Here he is gonna come oh. to the defense of Giannis. Giannis doesn't oh. do anything wrong. He is. The perfect player. Is that Rami? Never. Giannis, what do you mean?
Wow. Well, I, he's nice. You're doing an impression? I thought you were playing the recording of yesterday. That was oh, yesterday's show? Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked to Rami <laughs> coming up. It's Deuce and Mo on Sacktown Sports 1140 and always at SacktownSports.com. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris? It's Deuce and Mo. On Sacktown Sports. This is, this is Motley Crue Morgan. Oh, You're thank you. Familiar. Okay. Okay. Oh, I think I do know this. Yeah. It's been in some movies, I'm sure. Oh, good. It is it's really good. Yeah, I was okay. talking about uh, before you got here, Rami. What's up, Deuce Mason, Morgan Reagan? Rami coming up at two with cattles. A lot to go over today. Um, how my mom got catfished by fake Brett Michaels on Twitter, and she sent <laughs> no, him she hundreds sent of dollars. Him. No, she did. Yeah, yep. she's crazy. How- so, why would she think Brett yeah. Michaels needed money? She's not. Yeah, that's what She's I said. Not. Yeah, that's exactly what I told her. I was not happy about it. She was also obsessed with Motley Crue. That's why we played Motley Crue coming back. I thought you were going to say she got, I don't know, your 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 parents' marital <laughs> situation <laughs> and the whole thing. Not married. So I would th- yeah. But I would think that if Brett Michaels, well, a, a Brett Michaels yeah. catfish got somebody, it would be like, hey, you want to? Go out on a date, yeah, but, and then and then she, it goes from there. Why would you think Brett Michaels needed money? Right, it's not to fly her out. You yep. need the money to fly her, you know, because Brett Michaels would need money to fly her out. Anyway. And then his dad just created his uh, dead mom's house into a crack house. Yep. <laughs> Welcome in. How you doing, Rami? You good? How's your Wednesday? Yeah, fun times. <laughs> fun times. It's a good Wednesday. Weather's great. Yeah. Um, my mom's alive. You know, things are good. Things are uh, things are pretty good. And you're doing stand up tonight. Gonna, yeah, me and Verlad, we're gonna go out. We're gonna catch. Uh, we're gonna catch the Kings game at a local establishment. Sweet. And then, uh, Do you know which one? To an open mic. I don't think we've decided where we're gonna where we're gonna oh, go. I know to where Chris I, is that's going. That's where I think too. Yeah. Welcome oh, yeah. to my, the my lights. lights. Okay, Chris has a spot. I'll just go to Chris's spot. Yeah, uh, there are two open mics in Midtown tonight. So Sweet. I'll try to hit one of them. Cool. Yeah. There's, so cool. Yeah. Excited for you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Got to yeah, get do, back on do that you, horse. Do you want to tell people that, or do you go, ah, I'm just getting reps? I, 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 that's why I'm asking. No, I, I mean, put you in a spot, if you want, so. I, I, I don't know if, if the station wants me putting out the they establishment. Don't care. Okay, well, there's, they can one, yell at, at us. there's yeah. one at Luna's in Midtown, and there's one at, uh, oh, geez, Henry's Lounge. Oh, yeah. Henry's Lounge. Which, oh, they do like, open mics? They do open mics on those days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So we'll, Look at that. I'm going to try and hit at least one of those tonight with Rilad. That is tow. that is a fun time. You're going? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. So maybe I'm the one that got Rami into doing <laughs> that. <laughs> so um, I was listening to you guys yesterday, and I'm yes. sure I, now that you've had a moment to sleep on it, yes. you probably woke up and go, yeah, you're right. Giannis did kind of dribble in front of Trey Lyles. Not a big deal, though. Not a big deal at all. But it was to Lyles, and he acted. Okay. You hear what Michael Wilbon said about it yesterday? I did. I heard that. Well, that's I not know. Sacramento's Michael Wilbon. But, by the way, he compared him to Bill Lambeer. You compared Giannis yeah. to Bill Lambeer. I see let me that. Just, let me just remind people, two weeks ago, Giannis was asked to participate in a sketch where trash talk was written for him because he's so bad at it and the last person to start something and he's Bill Lambeer Hey, now. he knocked out some teeth he last night. He got sausage arms and cankles. And, and by the way, yes. by the way, he couldn't even execute the sketch because he's <laughs> so bad at it. Now he's Bill Lambeer. Please stop. I mean, like, what? Even if you think he did something, please stop. What Come about on. him last week? The whole triple-double thing. He's just trying to pad his stats. Maybe mm. he's changing a little mm. bit. You know, people evolve. The heel side. Come the on. heel side. 
He's he's on a slow heel turn right now, and I, I can sense it. And I love the guy. I think I think honestly, he's the MVP. The Bucks are amazing. There was yes. the ladder incident. Um, Don't forget the ladder incident in Philly. That huh? was that was That's weird. A great Dude. point, See, Ronnie. Now we're oh, to, man. I do think he and I think he was doing a little. Tr- I think he was doing a little troll job. Just, but let, it wasn't a big deal. Like I'm not even mad at Giannis for doing it. I like this, this. Ty- type let, of let stuff. Let me just ask you guys this. Yeah. You, you've probably watched as much yeah. or more basket. You're both younger than me, but like basketball yeah. is your thing. That's sure. your expertise. Yeah. That's your forte. You've watched as much or more basketball than me, I'm going to assume. I, for one, personally, have never seen a fight break out over that. Right. Uh So in my head, either Giannis is the first guy to perform that gesture of disrespect, or, or Trey Lyles is the first guy to ever be so offended by it that he started a physical altercation over it. One, Have you guys ever seen it? I don't see many examples. Trying to think of, of like an Like somebody example. crossed your path and you're like, bro, Because I, choke, no one does that. It's such, a weird, it's such a weird thing to do. Now, also. I have something like that that yeah. happened to me. What? When I was in Manchester. Well, it wasn't in Manchester. It was in London watching the Manchester City game. And we're all standing cheering for the game. Uh-huh. And I kind of like tripped a little bit. And I accidentally... Uh, stepped on this little girl's foot. Like, oh, it was a total accident. And sure. I think she's, like, 12 years old. Okay. And it's one of those moments where, like, I accidentally step on I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? I'm, 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 are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Her dad took, like, five, like, a beat or two and just, like, double hand shoved me. <laughs> and I'm like, bro, bro, I said I'm sorry. I'm like, I'm sorry. And he's just like, ah. That was an irrational. It was one of those things where he's act, just like right? he's like protecting sorry, my daughter. It was my daughter, and sure. just like I, I get it, I right. get it. And it was one of those moments. Yeah, but the, the difference there is dad instinct kicked yep. in, right? You didn't purposely. I didn't step purposely on. do yeah, yeah. it. We yeah, don't know that for a fact. Yeah, yeah. we don't know that. We Giannis don't know what Giannis's intentions were, and we don't know what Verlad's intentions were. Oh come on! Were, okay, but Giannis's intentions were. Obviously, you I guys really don't think really. He was I think I think he was trolling. You I guys, no, he one hundred percent was. And I okay, but let me tell you this: I love it. I love <laughs> that he was just like, no, I'm going to do a little I, extra. I would love it. I don't, but I don't think he was. <laughs> I think the other thing though is like when when Lyles went to foul him again. All of a sudden, Lyles' uh, then, arms got yeah, no, got once, stuck. And then once Lyles poked his hair, his arm in there, Giannis, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I didn't see that at first. A lot yeah, of people yeah. were pointing that out to me yesterday, and I was like, I didn't see Giannis clamp down yeah. on his arm. I saw a different angle. He clamped down, but it was after Lyles had sort of initiated yes. the, the physical oh, yeah. action. Yeah. For right? sure. Which, was, yeah, and he deserved the one game, for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was punked, and... By honest. And he, so he responded, which his response was hilarious. And Brooke Lopez did oh the right God. thing, stepping in for his teammate. Lopez After, is a scary man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why Trey Lyles reacted the way that he did. Yeah. I, that I don't understand. And yeah. a lot of people are going to get on me and I'm, I should defend the Kings or whatever. I don't understand Rami, why Lyles. Rami Antetokounmpo. I don't, we, I, we know your name. I don't understand why Trey Lyles acted the way he acted in yeah. that moment. After that, I have no problem with anybody or anything anyone did. You know yeah. what? I mean, yes. Brooke Lopez should have Giannis's back. Domas Absolutely. should step in and have his guys back. Like, love it. That, that, all, everything that happened after it, everybody acted the way that they should. That's family. That's team. You stand up for them, right or wrong. When me, I said this yesterday on the show. When me and my brother were growing up, if he was in something, I was in something, and it didn't matter if he was wow. in the right. Even if it was a broken it down did, car, it didn't, it didn't matter yeah. if he was in the right, if he was in the wrong, if he was in it, I was in it, and that was and that was all that mattered. And that's how it should be when 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 something like yep. that happens. So I have no problem 
with anything anyone did, and I don't, I don't, Trey Lyles just overreacted, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, he was fired up. He was fired yeah, up. He was fired up. Had a bad night. They lost yeah. a tough game. Yeah. yeah. These things happen. There is frustration. Yeah. These things happen. Yeah. I still love Trey Lyles. Of I don't course. hate Trey Lyles. You're Trey Bay. I love Trey Bay. You're Trey Bay. You are Trey Bay. I just found Say out about the Trey term Bay. Trey Bay. I'll be a Trey Bay. <laughs> yeah, I'm Chris. Bay we got that. another Trey um, Bay. I know Verlod's a Trey Bay. I'm Chris Walken. Um... Obviously, we have Kings of Bulls tonight, but then what do you make of this uh, Aaron Rodgers intending to go to the Jets today? Are you are you sick of this Aaron Rodgers story, I feel too? like uh, Aaron Rodgers just put the pressure on the Packers yep. publicly. That's so Because, because the, the only thing that it can be right now, yeah, I would imagine that things are worked out on the Jets' end. There was talk he needed to restructure his deal. If he if he said in public today, I I, I intend, or I don't remember exactly what the wording was. Did yeah. he say intend to play for I the intend, Jets? I intend, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I'd imagine things on the Jets side of it are all worked out, and the Packers are just holding up the deal, waiting for a sweeter offer in return. And at this point, they have thrown all leverage out the window in this situation, and it's either they're going to trade Aaron Rodgers or he can come back and be a headache for them is, yeah. is, 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 is so where weird. they're at right now. So I think Aaron Rodgers just put the pressure on the Packers to, hey, Take whatever offer is on the table. Let's get this thing over with. You don't want me. I don't want you. Let's be done with it and everybody move on. It's weird. That's a public pressure. Go on Pat McAfee. I know. You know? I know. It's, it's, a, it's a smart play. It gets people talking. I mean, he's dominating the news cycle today. Some JJ, uh, our producer on the afternoon show, sent me a, a tweet that uh, I, I wish I could give credit to the person who tweeted it out. Literally more people were watching Pat McAfee than the highest-rated NHL game yep. of the season Dude. so far. No, yeah. amazing. What Pat McAfee has created is just, it's so cool. By himself. For everybody being sick of Aaron Rodgers, and I'm not one of them. I say keep it going. I love the circus. I love mm. the drama. I love pettiness. But uh, for everybody who hates oh, it, you sure you sure do follow yeah. every, yeah. every single move. It's yep. weird. It's weird. It's weird how that goes. I so, don't do that with people I hate. I tend to just tune them out. Coming up, Kettles and Rami, a rapid-fire show today. Shorter Ooh. show, so you means that, that means they have to jam a lot in. Yes, sir. 90 minutes. So uh, they'll get it started. Coming up, do not go anywhere. They'll get you ready for Kings and Bulls. Talk about the suspension. Aaron Rodgers. There's a lot to get to. Zeke Elliott got waved, too. Oh, my God. So much to get to. It's Deuce and Mo. We'll be back tomorrow at 11. We love you, but we got to go. See ya.